This is Radio Ronin announcer Ken Kruger. The Radio Ronin Show starts now. Whoopee! I think it's what? Friday. I, I have no idea. Stay Doesn't matter in. anymore. Uh, Day 4,722. <laughs> Of the it really feels don't, you love, don't you love how dramatic we all are about this? <laughs> it's been like three but weeks. I really don't know what day it is. Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm really I love this. By the way, you're looking at employee of the month. I just wanted oh, to put that really? out there. Hey-o. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. I'm employee Round of the month. Just named employee of the month today before the meeting started. Because yeah. you before, so well before the show the show here started. Because you you did so well at staying at home. Well, I love working from home. In fact, my company went all remote, so I get to work from home indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So when this is all over with, I still get to work from home, which is from heaven. Yeah. I, I love it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> you, welcome to the show. It's a Radio Ronin show. Yes, Chandler? I was going to say, say you, work, you work like a madman. Like uh, You get Thank in you. these zones, and I'm like, I'm like Dad, it's, it's dinner time. It's like, you haven't eaten in like 10 hours. I feel just really like, huh? I'm just like, what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I, just I find zone. out that you have gone to the grocery store. Uh-huh. I've worked out. That Shannon has planted flowers. Yeah. That there's all this stuff that's happened. Had lunch and dinner. And I feel the like quarantine's it's, over. Yeah. And the quarantine has <laughs> ended, and I'm still working. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I work very well from home, so uh, so I'm, I'm actually loving this. I don't care what day it is. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't have weekends anymore. It's wonderful. <laughs> I'm a happy boy. Hey, everyone. I'm Chunga. Welcome to the Radio Rona Show. With me, as always... He is the smartest man in the room, without question. His name is Chandler. <laughs> Ayo. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Me? I've been told his parents are taking this more seriously. I've been told his family is taking this more seriously. Yes, they are. Is that true? Or are you just making that up? Because I just want to just... make you feel better. <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling, Josh. He's a man who likes to beat his own drum. Say hi to Josher. Hey. And call him the most dangerous man in the room. He is oh, the most dangerous man in the yeah, room. I like that. Me? Smartest man yeah. in the room. Ooh. At least during this thing, he is the most dangerous <laughs> man in the room. Uh, the indescribable Spencer is what right up? over there. Wow. Man, what a week we are having. Right? It's, it's a week. It's a week. So can I just, I just want to put out a plug here. We, uh, well, first of all, we have a big show. Big show. Ben Hansen is on the show. Yeah, he is. Oh. Josh's older brother, Ben, who oh, put Josh in a dog kennel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For several hours. <laughs> and and who I know, he Ben actually killed an endangered hawk once. Uh, or was it a falcon? It was a falcon. It was a falcon. A falcon. You have to say it properly. Ben was falcon. into falconry until he found out he had to actually <laughs> Wait, really? care for the bird. <laughs> Which sounds yeah. like every animal that we have. Yeah, well, kind we of. end up giving it away. So, yeah, we're going to have Ben on the show. Why are we having Ben Hansen on the show? Well, a couple of things. First, he's a founding member of the Radio Rona Network, first of all. Yeah. And he's a longtime friend of mine. He's a TV host. And a, an awesome karate fighter. He's a pilot. And the guy has like 80 different certifications. Oh my gosh. So many. But we are having him on, a former FBI agent, and we're having him on to talk about Skinwalker Ranch because he's part of this History Channel thing that so many of you guys that are listening to the show are into. Mm-hmm. So uh, we said, yeah, let's get Ben on. So I, had, I asked Josh, I said, call your brother, let's get him on the show. And, and here he is. So we'll have him on a little bit later on. What's happening? Hot stuff is coming up. We have, uh, Josh, I, I noticed something <laughs> about you and weddings yeah. that I want to talk about. Oh, no. So many invitations. Yeah, we're going to talk about that coming up. Uh, but first, Ian the Token Gay 
had uh, something very, very, he had a very cool idea. And I want to talk about it right after I thank our sponsor of the show, which is RJ Concrete. RJConcreteSolutions.com. That's where you can go learn more about Ryan Westwood and his awesome company. They do driveway extensions. They do RV pads. They do sidewalks and concrete repair. They do all, it, it really, the only thing they don't do is curbing. I think is the really oh, the okay. only thing they okay. do. Pretty much everything else. Their work is fantastic. Go check out their Facebook page. We're very, very proud of having them. A local company as a sponsor of this show. Yeah. So thank you to RJ Concrete. Uh, you want to give them a call? Sure you do. Just do it. Yeah, they're open. <laughs> Even if you they're, don't they're need working. the concrete. Even if you don't need it, just call them. It's just like, Shoot ah, the breeze. Hey. hi, Ryan. <laughs> hi. I love your beard. 385-377-4082. That's 385-377-4082. RJConcreteSolutions.com. They are licensed and insured in Utah. They have 20 years experience in the concrete industry. And, and they're going to remove your old concrete. Which nice. Which should be the kicker, right? Yep. Nobody yeah. likes doing that. Nobody <laughs> wants to do it. Um, I don't even like walking on concrete. <laughs> that's how, that's how afraid. Like we had a, we had a we had a pockmarked driveway uh-huh. that I was like afraid to walk on, and I think it just came from shoveling in the in the winter time, right? Yeah. You oh, when you rag yourself, and, uh-huh. yeah. and then the next thing you know, your driveway is all destroyed. Uh, I don't have that now, but back in the day, I did, and I was I actually priced it out, and it was so much money. I went, oh, forget it. These guys, I wish I would have known about RJ Concrete Solutions because it would have been great. Mm-hmm. So uh, new Patreons, yeah. I don't know how this is happening, but it's, holy moly, I'm right. thankful. <laughs> this week has been incredible. It's crazy. We're so nuts. grateful. Thank you, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we have some new Patreon members A- in this climate. We actually have new people that are that are like, yeah, I'm supporting this. I don't want it to go anywhere. I'm yeah. supporting this show. Darren Phillips. Thank you, Darren Phillips. He became a super producer. Woo! This isn't an upgrade, by the way. He Just jumped in. He signed up as a super producer. Thank Damn. you, Darren. Twenty one twelve. Twenty one twelve. A rush album, by the way. Oh. And I'm thinking Well done. He didn't advertise that, but I'm I'm wondering if you put it in there thinking, oh, let's see if Chunga catches this. It's a rush album, twenty one twelve. Uh thank you, Darren, for signing up. Joy Hunsaker, twenty dollar hey! producer. Thank you, Joy. Welcome to the staff. Both nice. of you, official members of the staff, Darren Phillips, Joy Hunsaker, uh, Kelsey Anderson. Woohoo! Kelsey Anderson. Wow. I know Kelsey. Who, she's a buddy of yeah, yours, right? She's yeah. a friend of That's yours. That's awesome. She just came in and started in, interacting with us on Bash Music last week, and now she's a producer of the show. Woohoo! So, Thanks, Kelsey. Kelsey, you need a job reference? <laughs> <laughs> don't take it the wrong way. I hope you don't. Yeah. No, no, I no, I hope you don't. <laughs> but if you do, you, you we, need, we got you. If you, you do, you yeah. need a, you need a date with Chandler <laughs> during the quarantine. You just, you just yeah, virtual date, dude. Yeah. Virtual, virtual date. Date. We'll do a Skype date. Skype date. Skype date. Yeah, uh, Ian Daisley, Daisley Dazzly, Dazzly, Dazzly. I think it's Daisley. Daisley. Ian, oh. you cleared this up with us, Ian, a number of different times. <laughs> We forget Ian, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Ian. Ian, Ian Daisley uh, just edited their pledge. He jumped it up. I, you have Ian Daisley just edited their pledge. Oh, Chandler that, that, wrote that was that was a copy and paste. His pledge. Uh, oh, is that from Patreon? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> it. So Ian Daisley yeah. just edited his pledge up from ten bucks to twenty oh one, technically wow. making him a super producer by one. All right. Well done, Ian Daisley. So, so cool. And then we have a new Andrea. 
We have more. There, are, we've got a couple of Andreas. Uh-huh. That, we need to start like the Council of Andreas. <laughs> yeah. uh, Andrea, the number so nice. You got to say it twice. Uh, just edited their pledge from twenty twenty two to twenty two twenty two. Hey man, whatever. Ooh, I'll take it. Grateful, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even care. I like number palindromes. <laughs> they are. Fun. Is it still a palindrome if, if it, it's a number? I don't think it yeah. is. No, it's it's a number palindrome. Oh. I married a math teacher. That automatically really? makes me they an expert on all numbers. They, they have the creative title of a number palindrome. Like, they couldn't call it something else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like math. So, uh, okay. So, let's get the show underway. Ian, the token gay, who is a longtime friend of the show. And my husband is, coach. And your husband coach. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I don't know why we call him the token gay, because we have plenty of gay people that listen to the show. But I think he may have been the first. At least that, that we know of. He's been with us for a long time. Long time. So. Years. He hit me up during, it was actually on Sunday. It was after we did our last Bash Music, which was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Joey killed it. Chandler killed it. Um, thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. And and you did a surprise a, set, which surprise was Surprise set, just yeah. kind of on the fly, which was terrifying because I had nothing planned. And didn't <laughs> I was know like, what to hey, do. do a surprise set right now. Yeah. So. Uh, but we had a good time. And he hit me up and he says, hey, I've got an idea. <coughs> oh, Rona, oh, Rona, ribs, cover, cover, not the Rona. Yeah, cover, cover your mouth. Sorry. So anyway, here's I just coughed right in Josh's face. Like I didn't even try to hide it. And That's what Josh is going in a position. Yeah, yeah. So he said, "Hey, Chunga, what? I, I'm worried about about a couple of things. I'm worried about all these people that are missing their weddings. I'm worried about all of these people that are missing their graduations. They're missing their high school proms. They're missing all uh, dates." You know, we just brought up, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, they're missing their birthday parties. And I said, yeah, I said, that's a, that's a bummer thing. He goes, well, you know, you did the job thing, which we're going to update you on here in a second. Mm-hmm. You did the job thing. Why don't we do something with Bash Music? <clears throat> and I said, like oh, what? And he goes, okay. well, why don't we have a, a, like a virtual birthday party for everyone having a birthday in April? Oh, that's my birthday's in April. Idea. That's awesome. You, oh, would, you would be yeah. celebrating. That you, would be Chandler, sweet. you would be celebrating. So let's do this. I love that. This Saturday on Bash Music, everybody, if you have someone that, that deserves a birthday shout out on Bash Music on Saturday, send it in and we'll give them a shout out in the sets. We'll say happy birthday. That will be their birthday, the soundtrack to their birthday party. Oh, that's so cool. So you can listen to it live. And then if you have your birthday party, like at the end of April, like Chandler, it's there, it's recorded, and you can go back and you can play it again. So you can hear it's it the live April and then edition. you can go, yeah. Sweet. I don't I have to get that. Uncle Nick anything this year. I'll no. just give him a shout out. Let's throw out <laughs> Uncle Nick's name. Absolutely. So if you have someone that is having a birthday in April and they want, you know, they're, they're getting screwed on their birthday. Not necessarily. (laughs) They're getting the shaft on their birthday. (laughs) It's not any better. (laughs) I don't know how to say it. They're getting a the short end of the stick. They're they're getting a raw dog. They're getting a raw dog. (laughs) Wait. If you have someone that's having a birthday party and they can't celebrate it, there you go. I'm surprised I got some of those references. I'm surprised you I, did too. I am too. Yeah. Anyway, if you have someone that's having a birthday party in April or having a birthday and not going to get a party in April, send in their name. We'll give them a shout out. If they have a weird name, like I don't know, Steve McKiff, 
if <laughs> of McKinnell. Thank you, thank you, Spencer. If you have a name that probably needs to be pronounced, do the pronunciation for us because we don't want to butcher it on the. No, we want to have no, fun. With it, yeah. We want to make it special for him. We yeah. want to make it cool for him. We'll butcher it here, but we don't yeah, want to oh, butcher yeah, it sure, there. Yeah. Not in bash music. Bash music's fancy. Yeah, right? yeah it is. So, uh, so anyway, so if you have any questions about this, Josh, why don't you go ahead and put that out? Yeah, put it out on all the socials. Making a note. Woo. Make a note. So let it be written. Hey, I just want to note though. When it comes to these birthday shout-outs and these graduation shout-outs and things like that, uh-huh. we're not charging for this. This is something we want to do to celebrate no, with no, you. No, 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 yeah, no, no. We yeah. don't, we don't charge. It's, it's available to everybody. Yeah. It's not a Patreon. Bash music is is for everybody. Everybody's welcome. If you have somebody that is uh, is really not... I mean, it sucks, right? Spencer lost his Disney trip. We lost our Disney trip. Mm-hmm. We all lost our Disney yeah, trips, we did. basically. And a lot of people are, are missing out on an awful lot of stuff. Well, bash music is something that we can do where we're performing live that can come right to your living room with all of your family members. And we can just say, hey, happy birthday. And we hope yeah. you have a fun party and everything else. And then even if it isn't your birthday, like on Saturday, you can play it back. Yeah, right. Exactly. <sighs> all right. So. <laughs> so speaking of social media and everything. Josh, I'm looking at my set list. What are you doing? <laughs> Yes. So you talked about social media and Facebook and everything. Oh, yes. And that made me think, I remembered you talking about how I had some jerks, assholes, whatever you (laughs) want to call it, on my social media. I was reading a post of yours. Just oh, this past weekend. oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Do we right, want yeah. to talk about that a so little bit? You, I, I, you wanted to. Uh, I wasn't going to bring this up. I was just going to let it go. I think we Josh should. wants to go there. Okay. Well, of course he does because he did the same thing on his Facebook page and all the crazies <laughs> came out of the woodwork. <laughs> well, they did. And as somebody who enjoys golfing, I want an apology. So, so basically, <laughs> so basically <laughs> just so that you posted a picture. So yeah, so you, thank you, Josh, for setting the table. Yeah, so it wasn't even a picture that I took. It was actually Dr. Boyden, who was coming back from an emergency call at his office Mm -hmm. and was driving past a golf course and saw a bunch of people out golfing. And he didn't know the golf course was even open. He thought that these people were just out there poaching the golf course. So Mm -hmm. he was was livid. And he sent this picture. He's like, I can't believe this. He goes, I'm fed up. He goes, I have friends that are medical professionals, as am I, that are doctors, nurses, so on and so forth. He goes, what is it going to take? He goes, I, I just cannot. He goes, I, do people understand that I'm taking my own life into my hands every time I go into my office to work on somebody? Hmm. Every single time I have to work on somebody, there's a substantial risk that I can catch this coronavirus thing. And at the very least, I'm going to be sicker than a dog for weeks. Yeah. And then I can't work and I can't help people that are having other emergencies. That's the best case scenario, Right. And so he was furious. And so I said, okay, I'll, I'll, what can we do? He says, um, well, do you want to help me out with this? I said, yeah, let me post it on my page and let's just keep up the pressure on people that are just not following the stay home, stay safe order. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, what can I do on my end? I said, well, I'd call the golf course and let them know that there's a whole bunch of people that are out golfing and not following the directive, the stay home, stay safe directive. So he calls the golf course and they're open. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, really? Whatever, Dick, we're open. And... They they weren't friendly at all. Apparently, really? yeah. Huh. And they probably been getting a lot of phone calls. I'd imagine. Well, well Doctor Boyden, so. yes. Please DM me the name of this course. It will be banned from any patronage from banned, me. Banned yeah. for life. Banned. Well, I mean, I, I, I do that because they weren't nice. No, that's you why. Know, yeah, they're they're not they're open, Dr. Boyden. I'm not going there. So, so I posted this again to keep up the pressure and keep up the awareness. 
and it you touched got- off. Well, it wasn't it, uh, at least in terms of my Facebook page and followers and profile. It was a pretty small debate. I think yeah. it's got as of this recording uh, around a hundred comments is all, which is not that big of a deal on on my page. It really isn't yeah. that big of a deal. No, it's a small. But there were a lot of really very strong, opinionated people. Yeah. Yeah. Like more so, I thought than than, than the post I had. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. Well, I have I have some observations. Okay. And this is this is what I think about this. Number one, Spencer. It's funny because Spencer's like, "You owe me an apology because I like golf." There were actually people that that were behaving like that. That are like, "You you should be ashamed of yourself because I like golf." <laughs> it, it had nothing to do with the act of golf. I, I you know, first of all, I had I used to have my own golf tournament. Okay. That's <gasps> I had my own golf tournament. Can we bring that back after social, social distancing is done? No. <laughs> Pretty sure Cherry Hill will sponsor. I had, I, had, <laughs> I, had a, I had a golf tournament where famous people would come and golf. I have no problems with golf. I'll be honest with you. It's not really my thing. Not not out of any sign of disrespect to anybody who likes it. Yeah. I'm just different. Wait, I'm, didn't, didn't you get kicked out of your own golf tournament? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Okay. I got banned from my own golf tournament. I thought, okay, I remember that. Okay, back uh, it up. How do you get banned from your own golf tournament? Well, it kind of leads in with what I was wanting to talk about, which oh. is I'm a little counterculture. I try not to be, but in my core, I'm I'm a counterculture person. I try not to be like the the wackos on ninth and ninth or whatever, but I'm a pretty counterculture person. When other kids were out trying to make the football team, when other kids were feathering their mullets and and uh you know worrying about mainstream stuff i had a fake id and was playing in underground golf clubs i was djing with a fake id and was really focused on music and i was just focused on different things you know not that it's a bad thing either way it just golf wasn't just really my thing when i was in high school uh i i've got good aim uh, when I shoot stuff. <laughs> so I declared that I was going to hit a swan with a golf ball when I was in my high school golf class. I did hit a swan. You hit a birdie. Oh. My, How my, far away was it? My hair lip golf cor- coach got really mad at me. <laughs> hair lip? Yeah. Okay. And he was like, Newton is great, man. Newton's going to kill some money with them golf balls. <laughs> and he was really mad. And he was like, don't do it again. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, and he was flapping around and then it, it ran into the water. And drowned? So as a joke, as a joke, I said, after my hair lip golf coach left, I said, I'm going to hit that kid over on that other green. And I did. (laughs) Right off the back of his head. And my coach saw it. And so then he made me go to the clubhouse. And so I sat in there with my Diet Coke and played Punch Out. That's where he should have been the whole time. Which is where I... And then then he he made me go take the bowling class. I wasn't allowed to golf anymore. (laughs) I don't see how that's a punishment for you. I know. No, it was great. That's where you should be. See, here's the problem with golf. Okay? I have nothing against it. Like I said, I had my own golf tournament i i was fortunate enough to play in celebrity pro-am tournaments so i got to meet a lot of very cool pro golfers my my foursome that i was a member of included alice cooper it included dr j and it included arnold palmer until he realized it was me because i showed up in a kilt and because it's golf so i showed up (laughs) in a kilt 
with with like Timberland boots on, and I had a set of rented left hand clubs because that's all I could get. And Arnold Palmer threw a fit, and so I got to golf with uh, basketball coach Don Nelson. So many people will know who that oh, yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Doctor J, Alice Cooper, and myself. Hmm. And I had a great time golfing. I, I, I've always had a great time golfing, but it really is just not my thing. I would rather be doing something else. So we decided to do my own golf tournament in the radio uh, when I was doing the radio show, the Jimmy Chunga Golf Classic. We did it for a number of years. I get really bored really easy. So I was driving around in a golf cart, and I people were golfing, and their ball would land on the fairway or on the green or whatever it's called. And I'd run, and I'd, I'd pick up the golf ball, and I'd throw it away and then hurry and drive off. <laughs> Some of these people oh. were not in the tournament. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I literally, this is no joke. I literally had people chasing me with golf clubs. And one guy was chasing me, and I had a 32-ounce uh, Coke, like a big gulp. Uh-huh. And he was gaining, and I, I don't know how he was gaining uh, in his golf cart from my golf cart. <laughs> so I took the 32-ounce, the and I threw it behind me and hit him in the face with the... <laughs> And yet you didn't learn your lesson. Well, it gets worse, though, because I was so focused on hitting him in the face with my 32 outs. I literally thought he was in the tournament. He wasn't. He was just a dude. He was just really mad. He was really mad. And as I was doing this, I drove the golf cart off a cliff, not realizing (laughs) that I was headed right for a cliff and just drove it right off. So I rolled the thing. I destroyed the golf cart and went to the place i'm like sorry just put it on the tab you know whatever and the very next year as you know we were like do you want to host the jimmy Gold classic again <laughs> and they were like yes as long as chunga doesn't come wow oh, that's awesome and so, and so we did <laughs> had my face on all the you stuff the- and i wasn't allowed to be there <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's the premise to the direct dvd sequel to caddyshack yeah, I mean, that's, all I was trying to do was just have fun with the golfers, right? And and they, you know, they didn't like it. They were mad. Yeah, uh, and it, it made me realize. It made me realize a couple of things. Number one, um, I'm a hockey player, and I played football. I just I played rougher stuff, and I just maybe have something in my head. The golf is fine, but if you can still do it in your church clothes at 70 years old, it's not a sport. It's a game. Does that make mm, sense? You know, I would agree yeah. with that. And you're a golfer. Yeah, I'm a golfer. Yeah. I think there's, to me, that's, you know, I, I know Matt Smith of the Matt Cave would go, well, no, that's not true because you can do sports through video games. Yeah. And I would actually agree with that. But golf to me is a game. It's not necessarily a sport. And I actually get really bored doing it. Okay. But it did make me realize something about golf. Not dissing golfers at all because like Spencer, Spencer loves it. People who love their golf, love their golf. But I do think in Utah in particular, believe it or not, I know this is going to be hard for some of you to hear, but some people can get really carried away with it. It's like a religion. Yeah. Utah man gets pretty excited about his golf. And I think there was, well, let me back up. So I did this post for Dr. Boyden, right? And uh, got some blowback. It was really kind of mixed. It was just kind of all over the place. And then all of a sudden, there were all kinds of, of people that I've never heard of before, that have never interacted on my page before, that I've never seen before, that I've never talked to before. And I realized, oh, okay, no, now it's making more sense. I have a fan page. 
and I, I, I can't Any, anyone can see it. Anybody, yeah. anybody yeah. can just jump in, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think emotions right now are really raw because of the coronavirus thing. But there's, also, people are really bored. There's, there's that, yeah, yeah. But there's an underlying principle that's way bigger than golf. And this is, you know, first of all, Utah is awesome. I love Utah. It is what I'm about to tell you is why I think Utah is so awesome. This state, for those of you listening outside of the state, this state was founded by people that didn't want to be around anybody else. They wanted to have their own thing and they just wanted to be just left to do what they do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. That's how Utah was founded. Brigham Young founded this place. He stopped and settled here with the Mormon pioneers because the weather sucked and it was miserable. And the reason he did that was because he wanted to be left alone. People didn't want to come here. They did, the weather was terrible. He thought, okay, this is safety here. People aren't going to come and bother us here. And what I think has happened is over the generations, and again, this is just my thought on this, there's a sense of Utahns that just kind of go, I'm going to do what I want. Don't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah. I'm going to do my thing. This is my thing. Yeah, I see and that culture a lot. You yeah. see it here a yeah. lot. Now, this is where I think I'm having the problem. And, and 90, 90% of the time, I think that's awesome because I'm exactly the same way. Where it's like, hey, man, just let me do what I do. Get, mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Butt out. I just want to have my thing. Well, that's great. I have no problem with that. So let's, let's, take, let's take this golf problem. Okay. We see that kind of attitude. It's prevalent when we drive. It's prevalent when the people take their 19 kids to the store. It, it all ties back into that self-awareness thing that we started talking about at the first of the year, right? Which is exactly. like, look, you have to have more sensitivity to your neighbors. You have to have more sensitivity to your place in the community, not your community's place with you. Okay? Ask not what you can do for your country or wait, no. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. It's the same kind of philosophy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. an awful lot of, what I saw on that Facebook thing was an awful lot of, well, how does this affect me? This doesn't affect me. How, how can this affect me? And so I'm either thinking, well, these guys are stupid or <laughs> they're just not following the news and they're just not really versed on this, which brings me into my frustration with Facebook. See, I, I have to have uh, what's called a fan page with Facebook, <clears throat> which once you get over a certain amount of numbers, you have to convert your page to what's called a fan page. And that means anybody can see it. It's just open to the public. Anybody can come in, whatever. And, and I know this is a shock to people listening. They're, a lot of them aren't nice. And I have no idea who they are. So they just come in and they, they like the page and I can't really keep track of who they are or what they're about. So when I posted this thing about golf, you, the, the typical Utah attitude comes in, well, how does this, how does this affect me? You butt out. Don't judge. I want to do what I want. Yeah, and, and there, I, I think we need to even take a step back for we haven't even explained what the picture is. And it's how many guys? Oh, that's a good point. It's like, I don't know. It's about four people. No, no it's, it's, about it's more than that. It's, it's, it's actually six or seven. The, the, the picture is five, it's actually five guys. Two of them are in very close proximity, the other three are not in close proximity. Okay. But what you don't see in the picture, and, and this is not the fault of the people that were angry with me on Facebook, because how could they know? It's not their fault. I don't blame them at all. But there were more people than just those five people. There was a lot of people there. It's just Dr. Boyden showed up, snapped the picture, and then he was mad. Mm-hmm. Right. So <clears throat> there was more than just five people. 
But they were closer together than they should have been. They're not clearly not oh, yeah, social distancing. Yeah. It's just it's just like it's not like they're frozen in time there. They were all there on the green. They're uh-huh. all mingling. They're Hanging all out. way oh, yeah. too close. Okay. But that picture, they they people like lawyers are like little Utah lawyers that hung on this. Well, they're they're six feet apart. Okay, a couple things. First of all, six feet apart doesn't apply to going out and playing volleyball and going and playing golf. Six feet apart is when you leave your home to go get essentials and go right back home. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what that was designed for. So yeah. I know people right now, people are like rage quitting the show and they're freaking out because people are just so nuts about this. So let me just, let's just back it up a little bit, okay? The problem that we're having here is the entitlement, which I talked about, which is whatever, I bet out. How does it affect me? I'm going to do whatever I want. So people that are just kind of dim and not really understanding their place in the community followed with weak leadership. And I think that's probably the biggest problem. Yeah. The people on the golf course were allowed to be on the golf course. Technically speaking, they had too many people there. That was really the only thing that they were doing wrong. And they were too close together, which was also wrong. But the golf courses were open. They were allowed to be there. Now, I can say that they shouldn't have been there. I don't think, personally, I don't think they should have been there. No. I really don't. I don't, I don't think I don't think the golf courses should be open. But what you have is very weak leadership in Governor Gary Herbert. Again, he's he's trying to walk this line. He's even said as much in his press conferences. You have to walk this line. You have to find the middle ground. I, respectfully, Governor Herbert, who is a friend of mine, I disagree. Yeah. This halfway pregnant, this kind of I've got one foot in two pools kind of bullshit has to stop. And the reason I'm saying that, and the reason I was mad about the golf, yes, Spencer, you, you look like you have something on your mind. No, here. I just wanted to say you can't walk that middle line because the reason we elect a leader is to make those hard decisions and choose which side we need to be on because well, you need to be on a side. Absolutely. Then half, half the population right now in Utah is like, oh, everything's fine. And the other half's like, holy crap, this thing's real. Everyone stay in place. So mm-hmm. you're, you're getting mixed messages. So yeah. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at these golfers who are doing nothing wrong, aside from the fact that there's too many of them and they're too close together. Uh, they're, they're not doing anything wrong. The golf course is open. They're allowed to be there. But I see this. Dr. Boyden sees this. Many other people see this who are already frustrated by other people who are not following the, the murky, weird guidelines that Governor Herbert has set up. And we look at these terrible optics and we're just like, okay, enough. I've had enough. And this is why, this is why I'm angry about this. And I hope I'm making all of this clear because it's, it's a big, big problem to try and talk about here on the show. The thing that I'm upset about is, am I upset about the golfers? Yeah, I am upset about the golfers, okay? You're giving the rest of us who are following the rules the impression that you are a weak-minded candy ass that can't sit in his house long enough to just get this problem past us. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they should be out golfing. That's a personal opinion. Well, I don't think they should be. And, and I think a, the optics are terrible for the people who mm-hmm. are following the world. I agree. And as a golfer myself, I'm frustrated because I have mothballed my clubs until this passes. It is yeah. such a big deal. It Can is. I just ask you? I know Utah man love his golf. <laughs> I, I, I get it. But is that such a big deal? It, it's it's not. It's a temporary setback. It's, it's just yeah, a it's, it, Everyone has to make a sacrifice right now. Exactly. Everyone. And then you go back to that problem I was talking about, which, well, whatever, I, leave me alone. I want to do what I want. I'm, I'm not worried about my place in the community. I'm worried about the community's place with me. That's wrong. Okay? It's just not something you should be doing. So, so the response that I've gotten from this has been a uh, lot of people, a lot of people saying, okay, so when are you running for office? Because I'm voting for you the second <laughs> I do. There's been a lot of people. I haven't talked to you in years. I saw your post. 
Um, I heard from a lady just the other day who said, uh, I used to listen to you a long time ago. I don't follow you on Facebook. A friend of mine pointed me towards this post. I just wanted to say thank you. Please run for office. I'll vote, I'll for, vote for you. Wow. Which is like wonderful, right? I mean, that's very complimentary. Hell no, that will never happen. <laughs> Are you never, sure? Never, never, never. Yes. If Jesse Ventura can be governor of Minnesota, I think you can do it. Jesse Ventura would do a, a billion times better than He already me. has done it. <laughs> I just but want to see you with parted hair. No, no, no. <laughs> Go, go watch Singles Ward again, Josh. <laughs> it's in there. So here's the here's the point I'm trying to make. Okay, I, I don't want to belabor this too long. Okay, couple of things. Number one, just because you can doesn't mean you should. In my opinion, Bingo. there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of people that just mm-hmm. want to get this over with faster. So if Governor Chunga is sitting in the governor's Oval Office or whatever the hell you call it, if I'm if I'm Governor Chunga, here's what I'm doing. I'm either locking this some bitch down and getting this done in three weeks or less. Okay. Nobody flies. Nobody goes anywhere. Nobody works. I give people a week to get to the damn grocery store, get everything that you're going to get to hunker down for two weeks, and then that's it. If you need help beyond that, there are places that will be open that you can go specifically, but not very many. So there's there's one scenario. The other scenario is open the state back up because this halfway bullshit has just got to stop. You can't let people go golf. You can't let these entitled you know, middle manager MLMs and their Lycra man booby Under Armour shirts <laughs> go out there and talk about man shit while they're walking around on the lawn. When people are stuck in their houses, they're out of jobs and they're suffering. This is un-effing acceptable. Either open up the open up the state or shut it down. But this halfway bullshit has got to stop. I'm so frustrated. I, I, at one point, I thought Spencer Cox was behind this because he's running for governor and he didn't want to offend the rural people. And, and he was asking Governor Herbert not I, to do it. But then you look at his Twitter. His Twitter. Yeah, his he's, Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's lighting people up uh, yeah. who are not following these Spencer rules. Cox is going oh, off. Awesome. Yeah. I honestly think that Herbert's holding him back. <clears throat> oh, I, I, I think he might be. Agree. No, absolutely. Yeah. This is my open message to Governor Herbert. We have so many people in the governor's administration and in his group and in his office that listen to this. Please, I am begging you on behalf of the show, on behalf of my family, please make a decision. Either lock it down and let's beat this thing or open our state back up and let's just take our chances. But this halfway bullshit has got to stop. Yeah. I, I, it's screwing people up. It's making everybody fight with each other. It's making insensitive people who don't care about their neighbors go out and do dumb stuff like golf in the middle of this. And it's making other people who are trying to be socially conscious and who are trying to care about their community and their neighbors and are sacrificing greatly very, very mad at them for doing nothing wrong. So what is it? He's got it. Go right, go left. I don't give a shit. Just pick one and let's fix Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, because he's defining the state. Every time he does something like this and he holds a silly press conference every day. We are 43rd. no information. We are 43rd. As per the Salt Lake Tribune, we're 43rd in the nation at handling this. Wow. This is terrible. Kentucky and Idaho are ahead of us. Well, see, and the, and the thing is, is it's not just the golf courses too. I've seen this in the running. The community. running, running's a big thing. Cycling's it's, another yeah. one. I, you know, I just did my first run of 2020, and I was social distancing, making sure that I was six feet apart from people who I saw out there. Yeah. But I mean, in some of my running groups, there are fights even worse than this. Oh yeah, because people because they go to the trailheads uh-huh. and they carpool when yes. they're not supposed to. Exactly, yeah. and it. it goes to that point of well i'm healthy if you're not don't come out no 
Totally. And that's not it. It drives me insane. And Kelsey Anderson, who's one of our new producers, she sent me a picture of the UVU football field. There's a football game going on. There's like 30 people just playing football down there for no reason oh at all. Oh my gosh. gosh. Yes. Here's just a bunch of college kids not abiding to this at all. And follow, see if you can follow with me here. This state is full of the scientists from Jurassic Park. Oh my gosh. Who unleashed Dude. death upon an island and people. They were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, nobody stopped to think as if they should. Yeah. Wow. So Governor Levitt, back in the day, this is 2007. I wish I would have opened the show with this. I think it was swine flu. Was what it was. That would have been and about the time, yeah. Governor Levitt was trying to figure out how to deal with this, okay? And he had a statement that I'll never forget ever in my life. He was being pressured about things, and he was, and people were basically calling him an alarmist because he was taking precautions. And everybody's like, "What are you doing? This is stupid." Kind of the way I was behaving when at the start of this whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Right up until the two people that exposed my company to coronavirus died. So that, I mean, that'll really hit home to you, right? So Governor Levitt said this amazing quote, when you're facing a pandemic, everything you do leading up to the pandemic will get you branded as an alarmist. Everything that you do after the pandemic gets to you, you're going to be called incompetent. Which wow. would, who do you want to be? It was either incompetent wow. or inadequate. I can't remember. I think One it was incompetent. Two. Okay. It's basically the same thing, right? So everything you do before, the people are just going to snicker at you and call you an alarmist. Everything that you do after the pandemic gets here, they're going to call you incompetent. So which would you rather take? Well, me personally, I'd much rather be called an alarmist. Okay. I'd much rather take the precautions and not have people die over an ideology of, well, I butt out i want to be able to do what i want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's a philosophy and yeah. it's a philosophy that i like and i respect but right now this is about people dying you, people may not even know this they're setting up hospitals in mormon churches yeah. they're, they're turning yeah. mormon churches into hospitals they just turned the mountain america expo center in sandy into, into a, a hospital into a yes. hospital yeah this just hasn't gotten here yet okay and it may not if everybody does their job it may not get here well we heard last week on what's happening hot stuff They've got semis backed up to hospitals ready to operate as temporary morgues. Refrigerated. Refrigerated, yeah. refrigerated semis. We had we had a doctor. I can't remember. Uh, Forgive Chris, me. Chris Seelan. Chris, yeah. Chris Seelan, who's like, I'm standing right next to a refrigerated semi-truck that is a makeshift morgue. We're, we're waiting. Now, it may not materialize, but I would much rather have everybody just lock themselves in their houses and just play ball, even though you don't want to. I mean, I don't want to. Nobody wants to. We want to be in Disneyland. You know, it's like our entire lives have been upended. Yeah, uh, we have we have goblins that are that have it that have coronavirus. We have goblins that are losing their jobs. We're trying to help goblins find jobs. Yeah, you know, we're doing everything we can to make this thing as uh, as ineffective as possible, right? But when you're asked to stay home, it's for a reason. And even if you may not agree with it why don't you stop for a minute and think about your neighbors and go, you know what? This is something that I, I hate, but I should probably do it. I I think it should also be mentioned that there are counties here in the, he's working on his his swing, (laughs) but no, there there are counties that have closed the golf courses. Well, these are closed. I guess they were opened up on Friday and doc Boyden was there on Sunday. So, Naturally, you have those guys, like that one guy on the paintball field that shows up with like all the latest shit. 
mm-hmm. and drives everybody with their rental guns crazy, right? That's those are the guys that are going golfing right now. The Dwight Schrute yeah, of the world, he totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it bugs me. It's just and I blame I do blame the golfers. I do. You shouldn't be. It's you're just tone deaf. You're tone deaf and you look like an ass. Uh, secondly, Governor Herbert. Grow some balls. Seriously, Push man. the button, Gary. <laughs> Thank you. We should make that just a hashtag. Yeah, we should. Push the button, should. Gary. One way or the other, open up the community or shut it down. Yeah. One way or the other, because this is ridiculous. And it's and people don't understand. It's totally like people don't get it. They don't know what they can do. They don't know what they can't do. Yes, you can go golfing, but you're not allowed to touch the flags, and you're not allowed to do this, and you're not allowed to do that, but you can go golfing. How many people are going to follow that? How many people follow Gary Herbert on Twitter? We have 3 million people in Utah, okay? He has 50,000 followers on Twitter. That's it. Yeah. So there's an awful lot of people that are just are not getting the message. No. You know what I mean? Nope, nope, nope. Not cool. Push the button, Gary. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's move on to some other stuff. So um, in more positive news, last show, we actually put out uh, the call. Calling all Ronin. We have we have goblins that are getting laid off. We have people mm-hmm. that are losing their incomes because of coronavirus. And I'm the, the the guy that we centered this all on was a guy named Reagan Wing, who works in digital media sales and or digital tech sales or something like that. And he said he actually reached out to me and said, Help. And I said, Yeah, man, the Ronin, we protect our own. If you listen to us, if you're part of our little group and our little community, we protect our own. So Josh. Spencer Chandler, myself, we all went on the air and said, hey, somebody help Reagan find a job. He had a job interview by 10 o'clock the next morning. <laughs> Holy cow. That, that show awesome. dope. went live. <laughs> that by, by the time people woke up, yeah. That, this is us applauding you guys. Uh, so Reagan has job interviews underway from other goblins that are hooking him up. Man, Tim that's Hemingway, cool. our dear friend Tim Hemingway, who uh, is a part of this network and and has been instrumental in some of the things that that we've done here. He was the guy behind the the Goblin Group, as much as I love it. <laughs> he's, he's the guy behind the Goblin Group. Uh, he lost. He's getting laid off at the end of the month. Oh, so he's been notified. So what did he do? Went to the Goblin Group and said, "Guys, I'm getting laid off," and people jumped on him like he was made out of ham. You should have seen how many people yeah. were like, this place is hiring, this place is hiring, this place is hiring. I was messaged by, like, Jerry Myers messaged me and said, hey, have Tim hook me up. Or have him reach out to me and, and hit me up. Hi, That's Uncle Jerry. Saying. Yeah. That's, That's your uncle? Nice. Is that your uncle? <laughs> is it really? Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, funny story. So, he actually found us because he Googled you. Not because of me. Not because of you. <laughs> oh, really? That's an awesome and story. You were on the show? Yeah. He No, he had no idea. He was like three or four episodes in. He's like, oh, that's my nephew. <laughs> He was four episodes in and didn't know. know. Yeah, yeah. That's like something out of a movie. That's crazy. (laughs) Wow. So anyway, there's good news to report that there are goblins out there that are working at places that are hiring as other goblins are losing their jobs. So if you are losing your job, let's keep this going. Thank you so much to those of you who are hiring for getting the word out there to help these guys keep their livelihood and keep their income rolling and to keep keep protecting their families. I I I love seeing that. Oh, it's making me so happy. It's it was a really interesting dynamic going from the the weirdos and the golf posts to all of the Ronin all going nuts to try and help each other out. And I personally applaud you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. So cool. Uh, it's it's very, very cool. And uh, speaking of the Ronin looking after their own, all of you guys looking after us and vice versa, I uh, want to say, uh, you know, give give Dennis Gone a, shot, a shout out. Lost his dad. Oh, yeah. His dad had a heart attack, and unfortunately, he didn't survive it. And um, he wanted, he actually sent me a message and said, I have been overwhelmed with people um, just offering help and prayers and everything else. Please tell everybody thanks. So, Dennis, uh, we love you, man. Mission accomplished, brother. Honestly, we do love you. You have officially, so on behalf of Dennis Gaunt, thank you. Uh, He was very grateful to to all of you for, for what you did. So, uh, means so the world. Cool. It means the world to us to hear you guys do what you're doing. So it, thank it you, makes thank us happy. We're like, okay, it really does. It's nice knowing this is making a difference because of you guys, not because of yep. us. You know what it's I mean? Selflessness. It's a community. Yeah. Selflessness. And just like that, we're back to selfishness. <laughs> we're on the show. Oh boy. I heard somebody complaining today as they walked into the house. Uh, I, I remember this. Yes, it was me. I wasn't even, I was actually uh, changing my clothes because I was in my, my Bumble PJs. <laughs> I need to get me some of those. Doesn't surprise me. They're so comfy. I can work all day long. I get so much work done in my Bumble PJs. They are great, so, yeah. They're I'm awesome. wearing my penguin onesie tomorrow. You, sh- you should. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I hear Josh and I can hear him grumbling through the door. Yeah. <laughs> Josh and I are talking. Probably, yeah, Chandler and Josh were talking. Yeah. And I didn't hear Spencer saying anything, and I think Spencer knew well enough to just, I'm just going to shut up. But <laughs> I hear Josh, Josh complaining. I know. <laughs> he's complaining about the weddings that he has to go to. Oh, my Assuming gosh. Assuming they ever actually yeah, happen. During, this, during this pandemic, yeah. But I've, I've had like six or seven invitations just within the past two or three weeks. And I, I have this love-hate relationship with weddings. Not, I hate weddings. I hate them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go for special people like Allison. I'm going, I'm going to Allison's oh, wedding. Totally. Assuming no. she wants us to go. I think she said she, she, did. she invited us. Yeah. 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 We should. So I'll, I'll go for those very important people. Right. But the one of the worst things. You didn't come to mind. I know. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know he had his. Oh, I was like, Yo, wait, hold on. You're married. What did that happen? <laughs> August 2nd. So, I'm glad you remember. <laughs> I remember the date. Well, we'll do something for your anniversary. Yeah, we'll do yeah. for sure. So Josh is complaining. He's saying like these wedding songs are banned. I now have a no, writer. I, I have a writer. If you want me to show up to your wedding, it's you're like Josh Zilla. You don't have Bridezilla. You have Josh Zilla. Josh Zilla. If I'm going to show up to your wedding, you can't play these songs. Yeah. So I. That's what you said. If I'm coming to your wedding, you can't play these songs. The thing that I hate the most is the dancing at the end of these these things it's so awkward and it is so awkward because yeah. so many of the songs are just stupid well in addition to that <laughs> I, I'm, I'm editing myself here <laughs> I love that. they're trying to cram a dance into a church gym a lot yeah. of times especially yeah. here so, i've only ever dj two weddings in my life it was ben who's going to be on the show later and it was Josh's brother, Luke, who tried to kill us all. <laughs> so it, it was Ben and Luke. Those are the only two weddings I've ever DJed. Yeah. You know, I've only been to one wedding where they've had, well, I've been to two weddings. One was just freaking awful, and it wasn't uh-huh. mine. Mine uh-huh. was great. Um, we'll tell that story another time. But the only other one where there was actual dancing is we drove to Arizona for my, my one of my best friend's weddings. And all the bridesmaids kept trying to get me and my roommate to dance with them. Because, you know, we're hot stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> But we're in did our 30s. Just, did you just try and pop and lock? <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> it's like you did a one-person uh, wave. It looked, like, it looked kind of like Squidward trying to dance. 
that plays really well in because it was a bunch of 19 year olds trying to get these 30 year olds to dance. We're like, oh, uh, we got bad backs. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, yeah. So I don't do the dancing part because nine times out of 10, it's they're just songs that suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so on our way down, I made this list with with Spencer. It's the top five songs. If this is, this, in, is, your, this is in your writer, like yes, you're going to make people sign wedding contracts with you if you're going to show up. Exactly. <laughs> so you cannot play these five songs. Hey, right. Can I can I guess? Can I guess one of them? Sure, go ahead. The Cupid Shuffle. Actually, no, but I'm going to add that. <laughs> Cupid Shuffle sucks. They, I, I'm sorry, but that's the, tied for, that's fit, like, for every five. Time Chung and I are playing a gig with a C or a Q. I don't know, but I'm gonna sound like the biggest dick ever. But every time Chung and I are playing like a club, it's always like the nastiest girl in the entire club. The ugliest the chick in the club will come up and drunk throw a fit, uh, drunk off her ass, screaming at you to play the Cupid Shuffle. And it's like banging house music. It's all like cool and oh. But Cupid Shuffle is, but is like, it a, yeah. Is it as bad as the Cha Cha Slide? It's worse. I don't know. It's worse than the Cha Cha Slide. Is that on your list? That's number five. Slide? That was oh, number five. Okay. Cha-cha so slide. that's tied for five. We'll okay. just say that's tied for five. Cha-cha slide. Okay. Either one. Either one just sucks. If you play the cha-cha slide, Josh is like, where is my mom? She's taking me home. <laughs> <laughs> Which has happened before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All number, right. number four. Yes. We are family. I hate that song. Oh, wow. That's, really? a, that's an anthem. No, that's no, a terrible wedding song. It's a terrible wedding song. Plus, the Hanson family reunions for the past probably 30 <laughs> years, we end every reunion playing that song as a dance Man. party. You want, and an, just, you want an incest anthem as your wedding dancing song? Dancing with family. Aunt Janet. <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are family. is not my idea of fun. And so there's a lot of bad memories to that, but still, it's not a wedding song. What if what if I got my hands on it? Yeah, we could do a remix. If you wanted, you know, drop the bass on that one, I, I could probably be around it. I yeah. think we could. I think we could win you over on that one. Okay, I think that's, that's a bass music classic. challenge. That's, yeah, what, that's, yeah. that's an absolute classic. We are family. All right, yeah, bass, sister bass sledge. Music. And it wasn't actually sister sledge, by the way. For those of Wait, you who really? don't know, I didn't even know that. No, what happened was Sheik, the band Sheik, Nile Rogers, who is one of the most underrated guitar players in the history in of the world. world. Yeah, David Bowie's guitar player. Uh, he's played B-52s, with Stevie Ray Vaughan, the Madonna. B-52s, Duran Duran, Madonna, you name it. He's played with them. He had a band called Chic. They had um, uh, Freak, Freak Out, Out yeah. all, all these great songs in the in the disco era. The record company came to them and said, hey, we've got these girls, Sister Sledge. Can we get Chic to record this this song and we'll just have them sing the chorus? <laughs> and they, Wait, they said, sure. Really? So it's actually Chic. But oh, it's okay. yeah, it's actually not Sister Sledge. But anyway, huh. That's nobody cares. Really cool. I, I care. That was cool. Next one. Shut up, Chunga. Nobody cares. Next <laughs> one. I don't know why they have it at this. Probably because it's at every like singles dance out there. Okay. Footloose. I oh, hate. Yeah. Hate that they do, song. They do Footloose at weddings? Yeah. Yes. No, that wouldn't make like, sense. You played it at Luke's wedding. Don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> he made me. He made me. And I had to go. <laughs> I was I, I abandoned. I, I'll look, I'll be honest with you. I don't remember playing Footloose at Luke's wedding. You played it. Really? Yes, you played it. And everybody yeah, went crazy. That's, that's embarrassing. And I sat down. <laughs> really? Yes. I don't remember playing. Did I play that? I don't remember that. I don't but remember it's that. Just, it's I think they made those, you. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that was by choice. Just one of those obnoxious songs that... Footloose. That, you know, going to the church dances and that, everybody... Dance to a lot. I just, I, I don't think you played Footloose. Horrible. Yeah, well, he said I did. Huh. I, I remember. remember you did. Okay, what's, what's the next it? one? Okay, the next one is the Macarena. 
Oh yeah. No. Don't just just stay away. Like yeah. That's that's one dance that my parents still remember twenty five years after. It was huge. Do you remember that? Like back in, what well, was it, 96? Chandler and I have, would Chandler and I have very bad memories about the Macarena, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Chandler and I worked with a promoter whose last name was Tchaikovsky. She was of the famous Tchaikovsky, the, the guy Family, who wrote The yeah, Nutcracker, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. She was his like great, great, great granddaughter or something like that. She was, she was in the Tchaikovsky family. Her dad actually wrote the Macarena. Uh-huh. So oh, yeah, the two guys, the two guys, Los Del Rio, actually stole the song and recorded it and claimed it was theirs and was tied up in lawsuits forever. And hmm. Tchaikovsky ended up losing it for some reason, yeah. or they settled or something like that. I can't really remember what happened, but either way, he lost the rights to the Macarena. So it was one of these things where uh, y- you didn't talk about the Macarena. No. <laughs> Oh. Ever because it was a real it was a real source, but yeah. everybody everybody danced to the Macarena. Listen, like, there are some songs, Josh. You know, Chandler and I when we would play around the world, it didn't matter if they were speaking Chinese, Japanese, Dirty Knees. What are these? Didn't matter where you were. <laughs> you drop the Macarena, or we will rock you, uh-huh. or any of those, and people lose their I, minds. I was playing a, a Halloween show last year. There's five thousand people there. They're all like just young college kids. I played the Macarena like halfway through my set at random, and they lost their mind. You, have, just to, people you have to remix it. You can't just play the normal. Like, no, just a few bars. Cool. Just a few bars of it. But man, they went crazy. Drop that in bash music and let's see what everybody says. Deal. We'll see. We, we'll see. When we <laughs> do the wedding, <laughs> if we do, we're going to surprise you with it. Not, and you're not going to know it's coming. This is the last one. This is All the right. one. If this is on there, I'm out of there. Like <laughs> okay. I'm not showing up. I'm leaving. If you just put it so on, so you can't. These are the five songs you can never play yes. at your wedding. But if this Josh is the going. number one song. Middle fingers in the air. You're just out. That's a good song, actually. Uh, <laughs> the Chicken Dance. People don't play Josh, that. whose weddings are you going to? I don't know. Like old people weddings. <laughs> that that might That's be true. Every, every Utah wedding. They every play the chicken, chicken dance? Cousin. We don't play the chicken dance. Well, because you have taste then. I've never, I haven't heard the no. chicken dances. Uh, uh, the first time around with the Utah Grizzlies when I was in my 20s, they would do the chicken dance. In between plays. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they, it's been a long time, man. That's the it was the twenties were a long time ago for me. So, Josh, I've been to some terrible weddings, and I mean terrible weddings, and I've never heard the chicken dance. Well, yeah, maybe this it's is like his peanut butter sandwich at Disneyland. I went to an <laughs> eight-hour wedding on accident once, wow. and I've never heard the chicken dance. Eight-hour no, wedding? Oh, yeah, on accident. Oh, Two me and my was, were you in a cult? No, <laughs> me and my friend went to somebody's wedding to drop off a gift and then jet. Okay. Yeah, like, we we just wanted to leave. You got stuck. There was only five people there that weren't family. Oh, oh, man. And it was like a whole dinner and everything. You're stuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I have to say, uh, if there's one song that I really would love you to play at their, at, at your wedding, Cotton Eye Joe. Mm-mm. I love Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe. <laughs> no! Cotton Eye Joe. That's just your entire yeah. list. You have no credibility. You just lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> I love Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop. Whoa, just stop. Oh my gosh. You're gonna ruin my carpet. So <laughs> uh okay. Well th- thank you, Josh. <laughs> All right. what the uh, hell just I, I, it's like the show was going one way and Josh just took it another way. <laughs> but you and, have to agree. Cotton Eye Joe is a really good song. All right. Look, no, it's we, not. We, we're get, we've got some chunk of pull shout outs coming up. We've got what's happening, hot stuff on the way. Ben Hansen <laughs> yeah. is coming, but first we need to thank some producers. So yeah, we do. Yes, the radio Rodin show is produced in part by Nicole D. Hale, Jennifer Stoddard, Kelly Tobble. 
David Kelly, Chaz Hill, Amanda and Travis Shields. Woo. I love Lamp. Marcos Lopez, aka Mister. By the Chill. way, listen, I, got, I gotta give Marcos a shout out. He's in New York. He's very ill. Oh no! Oh, is he really? Yeah, he is. It was, it was really scary. No. I thought he he had it. I thought he had the virus. No, he says he has the flu from being inside too much. <laughs> what? <laughs> Props to you, Marcos. Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. Man. I don't know if he's been tested or not, but he definitely doesn't think he has it. Well, he's living up to his nickname, Mr. Chill. Mr. Chill. (laughs) At 5KL, Chris, Rocky and Steph, Dennis and Natalie Gaunt, Chaz Hip, Jennifer Kielkowski, Adrian Gray, Krista Windsor, Tiffany Conrad, Jordan Miller, Ryan Peterson, Angela Jensen, Shauna Elman, Tracy Wilson, Julia... Have we dedicated a show to Tracy Wilson yet? No. No, we haven't. We are. Tracy Wilson. Yeah. This show is for you, my dear. Congratulations, Tracy Wilson. Write this in your diary. There you go, Tracy Tracy. Wilson. This one's yours. Julia Irvin. Snooty and Slackjaw Restaurant Reviews. That show's so awesome. Everybody go listen to Snooty and Slackjaw. They're great. I love their suggestions for food. Oh, yeah, it's good. I I can't wait till this is over. I really want to go on a show with them. (laughs) They uh, they did Leatherbees. Oh, did they? They did a show about Leatherbees. I got in one of the worst fights I've ever gotten in my life with with this redneck that was like 40 years old and I was like 18. Wait, in I front of Leatherbees. What? Right, yeah. It I was like the, it was one of the bloodiest fights I've ever been in in my Ooh, life. I, yeah, it was it was a knockdown drag out. I won, wow. but it sucked. Huh. I right threw in front up of the Leatherbees. Leather <laughs> you threw up, you threw up at a Leatherbees <laughs> yeah. once. Wow. Well, let's That's... not go to Le- Leatherbees. <laughs> but it's so good. Brenda and Jordan Fairbanks, Carl Parkinson, Jessica Terry, Esther Burningham, Stephen Ross, Christine Davidson. Well, there you go. Oh, That's, oh, it. That's it. <laughs> I love when Spencer reads the list and just ends. <laughs> Spencer Myers, yeah. you're actually learning this, yeah, man. You're actually good. getting this down. Tried to project with my diaphragm. Yeah. I think I have a list today, so let's. Uh, he's let's raised, see if raised, I can you have the goblins. He's, he's rubbing oh. his belly like Buddha. Oh, he is. I know. I'm At impressed. least it's not higher. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. So before we're about to get to what's happening, hot stuff. It's uh, before we do that though, we did a chungle poll. Yes, we did on the last show, which is it's a traditional one that we do. It's one of the few that we do throughout the year, which is the greatest Easter candy of all time. One of my favorites. I love the had a huge response. We always have a huge response. Uh, Who was it? Josh? Was it you that went through and found a winner? It was, it was Spencer. Spencer. Spencer, I made Spencer him do went it. through. You went through and actually tallied all of the votes. So we yes. have a we have a winner. So I went to Instagram, I went to Facebook, Twitter, and then Reddit. Okay. So we had hundreds of responses. Yes. And by a very, very narrow, narrow margin, and by narrow, I mean two votes. What this Ooh. this candy won by two votes? Two votes. Wow. We have the winner of Reese's eggs. Yeah. Oh, Reese's eggs. Yeah. Yeah. So Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. It just surprises me that it won by two votes. Two votes. Do any guesses at what would number two Wait, was? Very close. Uh, I'm going to guess peeps. Nope. Robin Ooh. eggs? Robin nope. eggs. The Cadbury mini eggs. Oh, I oh, always forget oh, about those two. Those are awesome. Yeah. It's because they're because they're around year round now. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like jingle balls for Christmas and then... Yeah. And then the Cadbury eggs. So the Cadbury eggs were a close second by two votes. A close second, and almost unseated the uh, the recent. I think unseated. last year Peeps won last year. We have a different winner every single year. Well, what's interesting, which is weird, is in a distant third. Yeah, and I mean by like thirty four ish votes. Oh, so, oh, so it's so like way down. Yeah, was Peeps 
with the caveat that they were prepared a week in advance. No, 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 kind no, of no. stale. Oh. No, 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 it has kind to be stale. three weeks in advance. Oh. Wow, that's how so, you break a crown. Keep in mind, yeah. you you lost a tooth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so the the big three are Reese's eggs, Reese's and, yep, eggs, Reese's, uh, Cadbury mini eggs, and Peeps. Peeps. Oh, wow. there you go. awesome. Huh. Uh, so my my gums, my Easter egg gums didn't even crack the top. No. Ten, oh, I, I, <laughs> no I one even brought it up. Like no, I think yeah. I think I'm so damn old now that none of our <laughs> listeners even remember the the bubble gum eggs. Well, Same and, with my spiced jelly beans. Summer Thatcher did it did kind of give me a lead to where is I it could Walgreens? get some. Yeah, it was Walgreens branches, but I huh. I'm gonna have to go try them because they may be different. They may be different. They may, may not be the mm-hmm. same. Well, in, in addition to that, Reese's are by far and away my favorite Easter candy, mm-hmm. especially frozen. I've seen people trying those. I've been trying it. It's yes. awesome. I need to try it. It's like ice it. cream. Yeah. But for years and years and years, I, I'm allergic to chocolate, so I don't eat much at all. Oh, I didn't mm. know that. But for years, because of that, my mom's been getting me peeps, and she thinks they are my favorite candy ever. And they're not. Aww. And at this point, I am too afraid to tell yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to own it. Yeah, we've all, we've, we've all got those things, right? Yeah, that sucks for you, though. Uh, Uncle Jerry... All right. Oh, shoot. Uh, another chunk of poll is coming your way next Monday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, a reminder for you, we do have a bonus episode, which is going to be dropping. It's already live. Oh, it's already live. Hey. <laughs> it dropped yesterday. Hope you liked it. <laughs> I didn't know you put it out. Yeah, I put it out on Wednesday. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So uh, go listen to the bonus episode if you haven't yet, if you're a Patreon subscriber at Superfan or above. Okay? It's a it's a, so it's a hefty one. It's a big beefy Ask it's, Me Anything yeah, episode. It's, what, it's almost like, what is it, an hour and a half or something? Like I can't. Yeah, it's, it's like an hour 15, hour 20. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's a big it's, one, though. It's I a already forgot. Episode. We, we answer some good questions. I already so. forgot what I uh, answered. Yeah, it's, I'm a little scared. There's a lot yeah. of questions in there. A lot of questions. So, yeah, we'd love it if you go check it out. Um, also, Dr. Boyden, we, we mentioned him at the beginning of the show. He is... One of the good guys, you know. There's that's like my yeah. compliment, right? He's a good man. He's a genuinely good man. I love him. I love his family. Uh, the guy changed my life. He changed Chandler's life. Uh, he, yeah. All of us go to Doctor Boyden. Mm-hmm. He is only open for emergencies, but if you have emergency dental work that needs to be done, you want to give him a call. Eight zero one five seven six seventeen ninety nine. Again, that's eight zero one five seven six seventeen ninety nine. You want to talk about people that are stressed. Try talking to a dentist right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jeez. You know, Hands in people's mouths. Yeah, That's... well, they're stressed when they can work. They're stressed mm-hmm. when they can't work. Uh, it's doctors and dentists and nurses, man, and firefighters. I can't say enough good about them. Grocery store clerks, all yeah. you guys. Uh, Delivery drivers. Heroes. Yeah. You guys are heroes. I think history is going to remember you guys in a much different way than than what you may think. I think a lot yeah, of people are going to remember agree. all these guys that are that are doing this amazing work. So uh, thank you, Dr. Boyden, for everything you're doing. Check him out at Dr. Boyden, or it's uh, boydendental.com, 801-576-1799. Uh, all right, you ready to do this? I think so. Yeah. Let's get ringing. It. It's time for What's Happening Hot Stuff. What's Happening Hot Stuff? Hey there, it's the Radio Ronin Show. Who's this? This is Nicole Larson. Oh, hey, hey. Larson. Hey. Nicole Larson, it's so good to talk to you. What's happening, Hot Stuff? I just want to shout out to my husband because it's our anniversary today. So happy 26th, Damien. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. Damien Larson. Nicole and Damien Larson, congratulations on 26 years. My gosh, it goes quick, huh? Yes. 
It does. That didn't sound very convincing. Yes. <laughs> no, it really does. Well, that's awesome. We were high school sweethearts, so. Oh, <laughs> that makes it even better. Oh, that's cute. I love that. So, are you doing anything fun? I, can you can you do anything fun? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, With no, married. we're in yes, Davis County, so we're you know stuck at home. But yep. <laughs> we did do a. I did a a drop off. Easter basket on my cousin's porch because she wasn't going to have Easter. She's five. And so oh, I did a secret oh, Easter bunny that's awesome. on Good. her porch. That's all. Yeah, I, I kind of wondered how people are handling the Easter bunny thing. It's like, no, Easter bunny doesn't get to come to the funeral parlor. Did you see what yeah. New Zealand's <laughs> yeah. prime minister did? What's yeah. that? With New Zealand's, uh, I think it was either prime minister or director of health. She made a specific announcement for all the kids to hear that was like, the Easter Bunny has been deemed essential worker and will be making visits. Oh, oh see, that's cool. Yeah, that oh, was like smart. in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I did yeah. read about that. Oh, that's cool. Well, I hope they do something like that here. That That's very cool. I do too. That would be cool. Awesome, Nicole. Hey, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Thanks, Nicole. Yeah. Okay. Right, bye, see guys. You. Happy Easter. Bye. You too. Bye. Hey, it's a Radio Ronin show. Who's this? It's Shane. 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 What's happening? Hot stuff? Oh, not a whole lot. What are you guys up to? Just doing the show, Shane. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're recording the show. What's uh, are, How are you handling the quarantine? Well, you know, I'm working from home, and I'm enjoying it quite nicely. <laughs> are you? Uh, well, that's good. Caught up on my whole entire to-do list, so now I'm kind of running out of things to do. You're running out of things to do. Have you binge-watched? Uh, what, what are you binge-watching? Oh, just whatever's on TV. It's been mostly just, you know, like... Uh, I've been watching the news. Okay. Oh, what else have I been watching? Uh, I was Tiger watching King? Tiger uh, King? Deadliest Catch today. Deadliest oh, Catch. Oh, okay. yeah. I forgot about Deadliest Catch. Yeah. That was a good one. So at least you're not to judge Judy levels of, <laughs> of desperation yet. So, you know, Deadliest Catch. No, not catch. yet, but Will Fortune and all those are looking pretty good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I might be showing my age. So the Deadliest Catch, I was addicted to that show for like the first couple of seasons. And we had Sig is his name. Mm -hmm. And I think he was the captain of the Northwestern boat. And we had Sig on the radio show back in the day, and I could literally smell the cigarette smoke through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, man. Uh, you know those people, there's just, some people just have a way of talking where you can just, yeah. I could tell he just wouldn't pull the Marlboro from his lips to tell a state trooper to kiss his ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, no. Yeah. Oh, I love hey, this show. Hey, Shane, so, thanks. Uh, yes. So yes, I Shane. had a uh, conspiracy theory to pass along to you guys and oh, see what you guys yeah. thought about that. We like those. We love these. So what were your thoughts about this random illness that was going around since November that lasted about uh, 14 days Oh, upper respiratory oh, yeah. infection, yeah. the whole nine yards, you know? So Josh, the same thing as the coronavirus. So, so. Shane, yeah. Shane, let me, let me just run something past you here, okay? Chandler is convinced... Spencer is convinced, Josh is convinced, and and I've got to be honest with you, Shane, I'm convinced that Chandler, Spencer, and Josh have actually had coronavirus. Yep. Yeah. If, if uh -huh. I was a yep. betting man in Vegas, I completely, I fully believe personally that I actually had it. I had every single symptom. It lasted 10 yeah. 14 days. It was the worst aches I have I've ever never seen had him so in sick. my life. I was I, miserable. I could yeah. not even get out of bed. It, my it lungs, was so bad. My lungs just killed. Yeah. And I got it right after working with a film crew that came from San Jose who traveled internationally. So yeah, I think yeah. you know what I think, Shane. I think there's some truth to that. I think coronavirus has probably been around a lot longer, but we just didn't know it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no tests. Yeah, we See, got to then, the point. That, that was kind of my thoughts too. You know, with yep. the whole everything going on, you know, and obviously we we should be self quarantining to a point, you know, and I I do agree with that. Yep. But at the same time, I feel like everything's kind of been blown out of proportion, and they haven't really truly answered. What the hell happened in November and December? Well, if you know? that turns out to be the case, I would agree with you. Yeah. Actually, if that turns out the coronavirus has actually been around since November, uh, I would agree with you. Here's here's the problem, Shane. I actually had the exact attitude that you have right now. I thought it was just a big overblown mess until two guys that exposed my company died from it. And that's when it yeah. kind of spooked me that, oh, no, we're, we're dealing with something that's actually really, really, really mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. And so far, we, we yeah. actually have some Ronin listeners that have it. Uh, we know some people that have gotten very, very sick from it. And even if you're not dying from it, I don't think anybody wants this. And I, I do think that the these three guys here, Chandler, Spencer, and Josh, I think all three of them had it, and all of them were deathly ill. Yeah. Like, oh, really Oh, yeah. We, we really missed a couple sick. shows because of it. Yeah, so I, it was it, it, it was, was scary. People are shaking so violently on this thing that they they're chipping teeth and stuff like that. So Man, I, I, I couldn't d- stop shaking. I didn't yeah. leave bed for a week. No, same here. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. Scary stuff. Hey, Shane, huh. thanks for calling, brother. Yep. Thanks, man. Yeah, not a problem. Right, we'll see you later. Okay, bye bye. Yep. Uh, oh, we have another. We one. have a bunch. Hey, yeah. hey, welcome to the Radio Ronin Show. Who's this? Oh, hey, it's Elisa. 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 Hey, Elisa. What's happening? Hot stuff. Hi, how are you guys? Really good. Thanks for asking. So, what's on your mind tonight? Um, I'm watching the office. I'm cooking dinner. I just, you know, quarantine life. Yeah, nice. quarantine life. <laughs> I have to ask which which season are you on? Um, so that episode right now is good by Michael. It's like no. the worst episode. So I don't. So this is a good distraction. I cry every time. (laughs) (laughs) So I never made it to that. I I never made it that far. The office ends for me when Jim and Pam get married. That's when the office ends. That's when I. I usually end it here and then start over. I've only finished it once, like the whole thing. It's really good. The ending, but you, it's. It's a rough patch for a little bit. Yeah, oh, I bet. It. Okay, I bet. I don't. To be honest with you, I don't even know how it ends. Why? I don't even know why Michael leaves. Can you believe that? I oh, really. I, I know. Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. Let's not ruin it for you. you. Okay. Watch it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should. We have all the time in the world right now. Yeah. It's, that's a good point. All right. Hey. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah, see you later. Okay. Okay. Thanks Bye. for calling. See you. Bye. Bye. Uh, hey, it's Radio Ronin Show. Who's this? It's Ian. Ian! Ian. He's alive. Ian, we we were afraid that you were somebody killed you and fed you to a tiger. <laughs> uh, why, why do you think I'm not going around Josh right now? Yeah. <laughs> so so where have you been, man? Uh, well, you know, I tried to call in last week and couldn't get through. So I was like, uh, uh, okay. fourth attempt. I was like, eh. It's it's been crazy. We had people yeah. start calling at like ten after eight. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. Crazy. It's true. you see my screen. It's completely lit up right yeah, now, crazy. even with calls. So. so, Ian, I have to tell you early. You'll hear this when the show actually airs. But we talk about you at the beginning of the show, man. You had a great idea for Bash Music, and we're actually going to do it this weekend. I can't wait. Um, I I think it's going to do a lot of people some good that uh, need need to cut loose a little bit. They need to have their birthday parties for yeah. heaven's sakes. So, Ian, spread the word for us, will you? Let everybody know that if if you want your birthday shout-out, I've already had a couple come in already. So Okay, fantastic. I'll get it out there as 
as much as I can. All right, man. We appreciate it. Anything else on your mind tonight? You just checking in? Uh, you know, I just just wanted to get let you guys know I sent over my my final edits of uh, Angela and I's first podcast to oh. Angela to have her proof. And if she signs off, I'll send it over. I'm okay. excited. I'm so excited. Now listen, you two have the green light. As soon as you send it over, we'll get you going on Radio Ronan on the network, okay? Awesome. Sounds great. All you right, guys brother. have a great week. All right. Uh, you too. Thanks, thanks for calling in. We'll see you later. Stay safe. Uh, all right. Do we have more calls? We do have more calls. Hey, it's a Radio Ronan show. Who's this? What's up, my nerds? <laughs> <laughs> it's Todd. It's Todd Packer. Todd Packer. <laughs> Actually sounds like Todd Packer. <laughs> I, I only wish I was Todd Packer. Who who is this? This is Tim. Oh, it's Tim. It didn't God, sound like I, you I, don't know my voice. I by that know that time. voice like, anywhere. No. Actually, I didn't. I legitimately, I didn't think it sounded like you. I don't know. Well, but that well, was a pretty mean Todd ooh. Packer. I, I that was pretty good. Tim. So <laughs> spot on. So Tim, we just talked about you at the beginning what? of the show, man. I hope that's okay. We talked what? about we talked about what? how we're 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 going to guns. We're calling all Ronan, and we're trying to help people through this uh, unprecedented time if they happen to be on that list of people that are losing their jobs, right? And we're trying to help oh. as many people as we can. And unfortunately, you wound up on that list. Yeah, the the corona got me. It got me good. The, so. <laughs> <laughs> the corona, the corona got me. Got I, me good. Did so Tim yeah, just I, admit to a drinking I, problem? I'm, I'm a casualty. So, no, uh, can, can I just? I have to tell the story now, Tim. Once upon a time, Chandler, Tim, and I worked at the same big boy job. Yeah, together, right. And we wanted some some paid time off, and we crafted this whole thing <laughs> to our HR person that that Tim's aunt was dying <laughs> and or had died yeah. uh-huh. and something it was some disease it got her it got her good <laughs> it got her good and we and actually was, wrote you know was, I wrote it was, but yeah it was a good story I wrote so it to good. send to HR on Tim's behalf <laughs> and said Tim's aunt what was the aunt's name I can't remember what the aunt's name was Tim I I don't even remember. I think it was Aunt Beatrice. I just want to point out that it, it was like if, Aunt Beatrice. If you get me hired at your company. That's the kind of manager that I am. So, you know. <laughs> Tim was technically our boss. Yeah, technically. Yeah, he was. was, yeah. was our boss. Uh, but he wanted some some paid time off, and so we wrote up this whole thing. And we were like, "Oh, gee, sorry, Whitney. Uh, Tim Tim can't come to work. His Aunt Beatrice died. Uh, she got the the SARS or something like that. Yeah. It got her. It got her good." <laughs> And the whole company yeah, that, was like, do we need to send flowers? Yeah, 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 this whole thing. Like, Wait, no, 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 it's a joke. It's a no, joke. I, I, I actually called in because uh, obviously uh, yesterday was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, out of frustration, I wrote my post on the uh, Ronin Facebook group. Yes. And uh, was blown away by the response. I've actually known about this. China's known about this for a while, too. I've known about I did about, know. I, I don't know, know, probably two weeks, but how to keep it kind of on the down low. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, I've applied to a ton of stuff locally, and I keep getting the the uh, hiring freeze yep. letters, mm-hmm. you know, responses. Yeah, I'd even and, get you out of my uh, company, but again, after, hiring freeze. Say, so. After after the Goblin Group yesterday, I've got four prospects. And do you really? Wow, really? Wow. Hey, let's hear it for so, our goblins. Nice. Let's hear it for our goblins. Round of applause. So, so I, I wanted to first off say thank you to everyone, but I also, if you guys got a minute, I've got an interesting story. Yes, um, yeah, I can tell pretty quick. Yes, absolutely, of course. Tim. So, so right after I changed my LinkedIn status to uh, open the opportunities. Yes, um, probably a day or two after I had this company hit me up, 
and they wrote this really nice message to me, you know, hey, we're really interested in having you run a marketing department uh, because you have experience in the financial services and the insurance industry. And that's what, when, when Chandler talks about the big boy job where he and I and Chandler and so a bunch of former management. hosts and friends of the show all mm-hmm. worked, that was, that's what we did was finance, financial services in the insurance industry. So, you know, I messaged back and forth. I had a phone interview with this guy. It seemed like a great opportunity. So I went and I had an interview and things were going great. And I thought, okay, you know, I can do this. You know, it's not my favorite industry, but I can do this. Sure. And he goes, all right, so all we need you to do is get five friends. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Are you serious? A man, a a, a learned man like like you fell for this? (laughs) I was like, no. Well, but here's the thing, dude, I should send it to you. They totally, so they have a legit insurance agency, like I, I won't say the name here, but if you go look it up, it's a legit agency, um, like the website and everything's legit, they have, I mean, everything looks real, they set up the job interview, and they get all the way through, and it is totally an MLM insurance company. Wow. <laughs> you just get five friends. Wait a minute, hold <laughs> anyway. on a second. So That's not why you're so calling us, is it? One, two, three, four. <laughs> I can well, get Uncle actually, Nick. Actually, it's, it's a great opportunity. <laughs> yeah. And if you've got five friends, <laughs> look, it's, the, the, the product is so good, it sells itself. Well, <laughs> so it's, 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 you know, if, if this was like a, a health milkshake or something, I probably would bite. Yeah, he, yeah, Josh would be down with it. But can I say in all honesty, I have, to, I have to say this in all honesty, I've been very, very blessed in my life. Very, very blessed to work with some amazing, very, very brilliant, brilliant people. Uh, I've had the pleasure of working with some of the best marketers on the planet. Uh, if I can name drop for a second, I worked with Dave Alder. Dave Alder's a good friend of mine. He was the former CMO of Virgin. Remains a good friend of mine to this day. Worked with him a lot. Marketers from Disney. Some of the biggest and baddest companies on the planet. I've been blessed enough to work with these guys face-to-face, side-by-side, working hard. And Tim is the best marketer I've ever worked with. Hands yeah, down. He's he really, teaches really good. At, he teaches at BYU. If you are to hire Tim, you're getting a, a bargain at twice the price. And True at that. least five new friends. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So somebody hire this man. All right. You, that is completely right, Josh. Uh, <laughs> no, I really, I, I really appreciate it, Chanda. It's um, true. It's absolutely no, it's true. true. No. Tim is a and, brilliant. Uh, he's also, a brilliant I, marketer. I appreciate the group. I appreciate all you guys have been doing to help out. Um, well, keep us in the loop. You know, will it's you? taken. It's taken this from being a not fun experience to me going. You know, wow, this is this is really a great community. Like, really love seeing how people are willing to help out because I, I know I've helped other people out in the group and and this is kind of the first time i've come to the group for help and well yeah and you know i I have to thank everybody i have to tell you when 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 the time came when the touring got to the point where it was it, it sounds ridiculous but the reason chandler and i had to stop touring was because the world had become so unstable and all of these western cities in europe and so on and so forth they were being attacked Back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, think about the, the, the terrorist attacks. The terrorist yeah. attacks, yeah. Right? Uh, France was my number one market, the south of France specifically, and they were being attacked all the time. It became harder and harder and harder to work, and that was all part of 2016. That was all part of the the terrible 2016. Was the fact that Chandler and I couldn't work, and it finally came down to the point where I looked at Chandler, I looked at Shannon, and said, you know, maybe I need to make a pivot, and I actually need to work for the man for the first time in my life. And looking around, try being a DJ, a smart-ass morning show DJ, and going into people wearing ties 
and having them look at you very seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of people that were like, why the hell Chunga? Why, why? No, 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 no. This, I don't even understand why he's here. Like they, they couldn't even figure it out. Uh, the one guy, you know, I sat down with a guy named David Torsak and with Tim and they were both like, yeah, man, come on in. You, you, you're, we would love to have you here. So he gave me a hell of a chance. And I think that, uh, I think that if you're out there and you do have an opening, you would be remiss not to look at him. Yeah. So Seriously. True. And Tim was the first guy to tell me, Hey, jump ship and, and go do other things in marketing. And he was video the first guy that told you to, to, tell to, me told to, get, you to quit, yeah. get out of this company. And go he's be my a video boss. Guy. And he's like, Hey, this is way better for you. Like Tim is yep. just the coolest guy in the world. He's a great so. man. Great yeah. man. Hire Tim Hemingway. Please, That's going to be a new hashtag. Hire Tim Hemingway. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> absolutely. Next to well, push the, push the button, Gary. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely appreciate it. And, and I'll just throw it out there as well. Like, obviously I'm looking for something full time, but uh, you know, if you've got a small business, or medium-sized business, and you need some help with marketing, and you don't have full time. Let's still talk because I'm open to contract work. I'm actually doing that for a couple of companies right now. Yeah, nice. And, and I know, think I'm more than happy to, to sit down and see how I can help you out. Who knows, Tim? Well. You, you so. may find out that your your earning power is actually far greater that way. Anyway, so you know, you well, never know. I actually have had that realization recently, which is why I throw it out there. So yep. yeah. that's on the table <laughs> as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right, brother. Hey, thanks for calling in. Thanks, we Tim. All right, thanks. See you later. See you. See All right, man. See you later. Uh, hey, it's a Radio Rodin show. Who's this? Uh, it's Master Jedi Brent Hey! <laughs> Master Two. Master Jedi. Hello, Master Two. Do, do, do. Do. Hello. <laughs> I just said in the Facebook page that I wasn't going to call in because I was going to let other people have a chance. But no, no, no. no. Call in. We're not <laughs> other people. We're not bearing testimonies here. Yeah. Hey, listen, Brent. You can call every week. Everyone can call every week. I don't Seriously. care if, if the yeah, same people call yeah, over and over. That's fine. Everyone is welcome to call. You're all welcome to fight okay. it out and get it. <laughs> so, so what's uh, so what's on your mind, Brent? I hate the Reddit. You oh. hate the Reddit? Oh no, Brent. Why? How come? Well, I don't. Okay. But then maybe hate's a strong word. I the force is not strong with me on the Reddit. <laughs> and I need some help. So what is it? What is it that you're not liking? Let let uh, let Master Myers over here help you out. I I don't I don't know. I just I don't get it. I don't get like I guess I get like you can like if you point the little like push on the little arrow that goes up or like but I don't know how to reply to anyone's comments in there. Well, it's I don't a little know how comment to have a conversation thing. Yeah, with anybody. A, you and just have a little, you hit the really little comment. Messy. You know, like I have this OCD and it just feels messy in there and it's bothering me. So my first recommendation <laughs> is to download Apollo Reddit. In it's, a app. App. it's a different it's app. It's a different app. It lays it out, formats it a lot better. The other, it's, it's a okay. fundamental shift in social media where you're not following people. You're following you're following topics. topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So so Radio Rona would be an area that you would go and follow, Bren. And then any topic that we that is posted in there, you would immediately notify you, and you would be able to go in and talk. About yeah, it. there there is a learning right. curve, and we 100% acknowledge that. Yeah, it's uh, taken me a while. But once you get over that hump, yeah, it took Josh a couple months to to finally adopt it fully. Six mm-hmm. months. And Bren, I've got to be honest with you, I don't get it. <laughs> I'll, but I'm sticking with it, well, Brent. So if I'm I, willing to give it a shot just for you guys because I know that Facebook aw. can be jerks. Well, yeah. they're, they're a pain in the ass to work with, and um, the people there are insane. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> we want to have a we want to have a better group that's more fun. That's what we're trying to do. And and yeah. if I have to stick with it, then by damn you have to stick with it, Bren. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Thanks for everything, right, Bren. Bren. We appreciate you. We love you, Bren. We'll see you later. Do, do, do. 
All right, guys, too. Bye. See ya, bye. bye. All right, there she goes, Master Brent, too. Hey, it's the Radio Ronin Show. Who's this? Hey, this is Logan. Logan! Logan! Hey. Hey, Logan, what's happening, hot stuff? All right, so I want to talk about Minecraft and how it can be used as an artistic form. Oh, hey, I just bought Minecraft. Listen, I'm grabbing some popcorn, Logan. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> talk, talk to us about about uh, right. about uh, Minecraft and how it can be in an artistic form. All right. So right now, during these times when we're all kind of just stuck in our homes, it could be nice to have like an outlet for your creativity because you're kind of yes. confined. And Minecraft is a really good method of outletting your thoughts and creativity in a digital world. It's well, true. Let's hear it. Oh, nice. true. I, yeah, actually, that was a uh, that was an excellent elevator pitch there. Logan. It really was. Do you know what an elevator pitch is? I do not. So, an elevator pitch is a very short sales pitch and description of something that you are trying to sell. And you just gave us a great elevator pitch for Minecraft. Yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect, <laughs> actually. Well done, man. You did really good. So, for those of us who have never played Minecraft before, me being one of them, explain same. it to us. And same for Josh. Explain it to us. Okay, so Minecraft is like a world in a grid made of like blocks. Build stuff. There's different modes. Survival mode, where you're like surviving monsters, and creative mode, which is probably the better for doing stuff because you can just build whatever you want. You could, you can literally do whatever. So, is there is there a place where people can see your art that you've created in Minecraft? Can you can you give that out and people can go look at it? I I don't personally do any like public stuff but there's some like minecraft servers like hypixel and uh just other places like you could probably literally just go to google and type in cool minecraft stuff and you'll probably find some really nice good looking stuff logan i love this i'll tell you yeah. what do do us a favor will you i want you to send us a message yeah because i'm going to try and learn minecraft just for you logan and I'm going to see if I can't figure oh, really? it out. Yep. And I will no doubt have questions. Same, same here. Yeah, we'll, Let's all, do it. we'll yeah. all try and learn Minecraft. I actually Minecraft. have it downloaded, so you're definitely going to have to help me. Okay, so <laughs> I'm us. the only one that's played out of the three of hey, these guys here. So we, we need Logan, to, you and I, we're going we're gonna to teach you, okay? you got to teach us how to do this, Logan. Let's get one more, and then we can start a downline. What? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Lo Logan? <laughs> hey, we, yep. send us your contact info yep. so that we know how to ask you questions, okay? Okay. All right, buddy. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Thanks, Logan. We'll see you, brother. See ya. Okay. I loved that. Me too. That, that was, was awesome. awesome. That was awesome. That's so cool. Logan calling to teach us Minecraft. Hey, it's a Radio Ronin show. Who's this? Anyan. Anyan. <laughs> Just Hi, that made my day. Hey, my favorite hey, part. <laughs> hey, Nicolette. What's happening, hot stuff? I drooled on myself um, on that one. <laughs> you know, just you know, quarantining and living right. and. Right. Doing good. Yeah. Boom. So, uh, so, <laughs> so, Nicolette, first of all, thanks for joining us in Bash Music. We love having you there. Oh. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Of course. It's my favorite day of the week now. Oh, well, is it besides really? Besides Monday and Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's your third favorite day of the week. Well, because we have episodes on yeah, Monday and Thursday. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Exactly. Okay. I get it. I didn't get I, that's you didn't how get that. No. That's how, I was like, hey. <laughs> Yes, no, that's that's excellent, Nicolette. So, Nicolette, this Saturday is the Bash birthday party. So, if you know anyone that's having a birthday in April, make sure you have them send their names in because we're going to give them birthday shout-outs during the show this Saturday. It's awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. Way to boost morale. Oh, thanks. Aww, thank you. We're, we're trying. 
Thanks. I don't think golfers would say we're boosting morale. <laughs> no. But, but we're, we're doing it in our way, damn it. Josh? Or Chunga? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're Struggle fired. <laughs> I was going to say, as a golfer, yes. you are boosting morale. Thank you. I'm standing oh. for you. Yeah, thank you, Spencer. I appreciate it. So, Nicolette, anything? Speaking of boosting morale, yes. this is why I called to share with you guys. Okay. My cute, cute old neighbors... They're not that old. They're kind of old. I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyways. They're like in their 40s. <laughs> They're in their they, 40s. They put their Christmas lights back up so we can oh, all have a little yeah. and smile. Yeah, I love that. So that was the thing. Remember when coronavirus first broke, that was the thing that a lot of houses were doing around the country was they were putting up their Christmas stuff. And I then, had no idea. Oh, you didn't. Okay, so that's a thing that I think it started somewhere in Ohio where a neighborhood oh. said we we're just putting up all of it. They put their trees back up. They put their lights up outside. They started listening to Christmas music and they said, look, we're not going to be bummed by this. We're just going to turn on our Christmas lights and, and have fun. That's so cool. Yeah. We actually well, almost did that here. It definitely, I kind of had a shitty day today, but it definitely, I'm happy now and I'm ready to start tomorrow anew. All right. Well, All listen, right. listen, we love that. And if, if people are going to start putting up their Christmas lights, let me know. Because if that's still a thing, yeah, we want pictures. We'll put them up in Reddit and we'll put them up on our Facebook pages uh-huh. and on Instagram and so on and so forth. And who knows, maybe the Chungas will do that too. Maybe we'll put some Christmas stuff up. I'm too. down. I'm down. That would be super Mm -hmm. fun. All right, Nicolette. Thanks for letting us know. Thanks for everything you do for us. All right. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, guys. All right. Love Love you, too. We'll see you later. Bye. Wow, that was a a great run. That was was a great run closer for hot stuff. I love that. That was was something else. So, listen, we're about to get to Ben Hansen. Thank you, by the way, to every single person who called. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, that was a party. um, Hopefully, we'll have even more next week. So, again, it's next Tuesday, 8.30. So, we're about to get to Ben Hansen. That's Josh's brother, my buddy. Uh, We asked him to come on. This is We're going to spend some time with him. Yeah. Okay, so yes. this is something that a lot of you are watching the show, the History Channel show about Skinwalker Ranch. Ben is loosely affiliated with this show. He's got some inner workings with people that are associated with this show. We're going to talk to him about some of the stuff that's going on at Skinwalker Ranch, who the owner is, and all that sort of thing. And it'll probably turn into a lengthy, almost like a bonus tag on to the end of the show. I hope we, so. We may need to do sense? multiple parts. We may have to break it down and, and because it's, there's a lot going on there and we know people are really interested in it. I'll be honest with you, I'm very skeptical on Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Having been there, I'm really kind of like, eh, I don't know. Oh, there's so much there. I'd hate for us to be like, hey, 10 minutes, here's a little bit of content. All right, no, we're no, done no. with it. No, I think we need to, to really have some fun I with I want this. to find out how Ben was involved, first yeah. of all, and I also want to talk about some of the goings on out there that, that he's aware of because our audience is really into it. Some of you are not into the paranormal stuff, so what we'll do is we're going to thank some producers here. And then we're going to talk to Ben for a little while, and it's uh, consider it like a bonus, like it's a little like addendum. Yeah. It's an end cap. It's a it's an end cap. Yeah, it's an oh, end cap. To industry industry term this. for video. So then, if you're not into this, then you, this is what we're talking about for the rest of the show. You can punch out now, and you're good. To and go. then we'll, we'll thank goblins you, after Ben too. I'm excited. Be, goblins I'm excited you. because he has he hasn't told me anything. Uh, about what's gone over there or oh, what listen, experience he's had. Josh, listen, nobody's punching out. Everybody's here. Yeah, I'm is- just saying there's going to be like five people that are just, they don't believe in this stuff and they're going to be gone. But for the rest of us, I think we're all going to be very, very interested in this. But I wanted for those people, I wanted to let them know it's not like we're going to come back after Ben's interview and then it's going to be more stuff. You know, Josh pooping oh. his pants. It, the <laughs> yeah, show, it the show will end a- after Ben. Okay, so we're, we're going to get to him here in a sec. But first... 
Uh, we want to say thank you to some of our Radio Rona producers. Yeah, we do. So we need to thank Jerem Living in Brazil, Thurston. Uh, Reagan Wing, yep. Justin. Reagan, we love you, man. Hang in there. We love uh, Reagan. We love Jerem. Justin. I'm talking to Jerem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All week long. Yeah. yeah Justin. Uh, Samantha Nielsen. Uh, Easton. Justin and who? Just, it's just Justin. We got Justin. Old Justin. I think that maybe Justin Bolander. He hasn't updated it his is. It's, it's Justin Bolander. It is. Okay. okay. Hey, Thanks, Justin Bolander! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Samantha Nelson, Easton, and Natalie Bingham, Shane K. Daniels Jr. And I believe Shane is the one who called in. Um, was yeah, that Shane? Was that, I think yeah, that's it was. Shane. Was that Shane that called on hot stuff? Facebook message. Oh, he did. Oh, he cool. should have said it was him. I didn't know it was him. Yeah. Thanks, Shane. All right. uh, Jared Snell, Joy Hunsaker, MCAT, Josh Bird, Doug Smith, Cryokiss.com, Fat Freezing Kiss, a fat goodbye. Cryokiss, we should go up there and get naked and get frozen. I'm actually down. I've, yeah. I've done it we before. Should, let's it's do it. It's actually really let's talk nice. with them. Really fun. Yeah, okay. Uh, ben Gunn, Amy B., Philip Nielsen, Jeremy Big, Sexy Adams, yeah. Andre Peterson, Master Jedi Bren 2. Thank you for yep. calling in. Thanks for calling, Bren. Uh, Alexis Bartholomew, Jeff Baird of ITCareerHacking.com. It's career. 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 It sounded like you said queer. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> It sounded like you said IT queer hacking. <laughs> it's IT I just want to make, listen, Jeff, I want to keep him Jeff. as a Patreon. Let's draw, let's read it one more time. Jeff Baird of ITCareerHacking.com. And that wasn't a slur. I think it was just a slip of the tongue. I think it, it absolutely was. It was Jeff. a mispronunciation. <laughs> a Freudian slip. It was not some sort of slur. Yeah. And then Kelsey Anderson, thank you so much. Uh, now he's this is our super producer list. So Ian yep. Dazzly at twenty dollars and is it one Daisley? cent. Dazzly, 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 Dazzly. Dazzler. We screw it up every time. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Ian. I love you, Ian. Uh, Stacy Schreiber at twenty twenty. KP Brown, the Warrior Within podcast, coming soon. Also at twenty twenty. Yep. yep. Tomas, who asked some really cool questions that we answered on the bonus show. Yeah, so hey, thank you. Thank you. Go listen yeah. to that. Go listen to the bonus show. Uh, that, he's also at twenty twenty. Travis Gustafson at twenty twenty. Yep. Lori L at twenty twenty. Yep. Darren Phillips at twenty one twelve. Yep. That's an awesome one. Mm-hmm. A number so nice, you gotta say twenty one twelve. That's a rush. That's a rush album. <laughs> Thank you. A it feels s- like yesterday when we started this podcast. Uh, it's a it's a long one. Yeah, well, it's, it's almost midnight. twelve. So yeah, we started like eight hours ago. Man, uh, a number so nice, you gotta say it twice. Which is Andrea. I think that's Andrea Dare at twenty two twenty two. Joel Jenkins at twenty three fourteen. Denver Robbins at twenty three nine eight. Jordan Rexick at twenty four sixty eight. Charles Shagany, Jonathan Vascar, and Modern Lords are all at twenty five dollars. Thank you yep. guys. Yep. Sandy Roser, Doctor Gill are also at twenty five dollars. Tire Factory. Dude, dude, let's let's give him some love, man. Doctor yeah. Gill, thank you. I know we don't give Doctor Gill we enough. We don't give Doctor Gill enough love. Yeah. Thank you, Doctor Gill. Thank you to all of you. Thank and you, of course, Sandy. Uh, and Sandy, of course. Tire Factory Point S Tire and Auto Service and American Fork at twenty five dollars a month. I really yep. need to come see you guys. Yep. Uh, Jolene and Grant Jones at twenty eight dollars and thirteen cents. Yep. George Jordy Carroll at $30 a month. Thank you, Jordy. Dr. Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental at $35.55. And then Jaron Cahoon at $39.98. Man, that's a big list. It's a big list. That is so cool. Thanks to our super producers. Thank you so much. Get a reminder to all of you, uh, those of you who became eligible for Radio Roan and Patreon t-shirts for 2019, if you signed up in 2019, you are eligible. If you have not received your t-shirt yet, please know that we have hundreds of t-shirts piled up we everywhere. We have them, yeah. We've got them ready to go. We're just waiting for the... The, the Rona to go. To, to be lifted. Yes. Yeah. We don't want to be like the golfers. No. So, exactly. Now, some of you will say, well, well, can you just ship them out? And the and the answer is, yes, we can. But the problem is shipping out a t-shirt is as expensive as printing the t-shirt, mm-hmm. which would destroy plans and lives and it, it, there would be a smoking hole where my house used to be if you guys do that okay i'm not even joking uh but we will we will get those t-shirts in your hands as soon as humanly possible 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, business we're good aside. there. Yeah. All business aside, Ben is standing by. He's on the yeah, line. He's ready yeah, to go. He's standing by. Thanking yeah. goblins after we talk to Ben. Okay. Uh, let's. Uh, let's. Yeah, here see. we go. Oh, he's okay. Hey, Ben. Uh, man, it's been it's been a minute. Hi, brother. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, guys? So he's an original like goblin. That. He's he's one of the one of the guys that helped start this whole thing before Art Bell died. Uh, That's his, right. His, this is Ben Hansen. Many of you know Ben Hansen. Uh, we've been buddies forever. Going all like like a decade or something like that. Uh, ben is the former host of Factor Faked, which was the hit TV show on Sci-Fi, which they're still making money on you. I don't know if you know that or not, Ben. <laughs> uh, of course, you're not seeing any of it. Yeah, you're not you're not getting any of that cake. But but science Sci-Fi still is. Uh, welcome to the show, man. We're glad to have you here. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you guys. It's been it's been a while. I remember like remember I used to have my own show on. Uh, Pod bash. We did about six episodes of. Uh, we could never name it. It, it was, was like a no, show that it was, was unnamed. It was the yeah. yet to be named paranormal show. That was the, was the official title. Right. It was really. It was, good. Yeah, it was actually it. really good, and it had great ratings. But the problem, the, the uh, this is what happens when you do a show with a TV host because he has to go film <laughs> and he has to go do all this stuff, and then he became a dad. So he's got TV <laughs> and he's got parenthood. Which basically meant I don't. I'm not going to see Ben for years. Well, he's just got to make a decision. Justify like everything that you do that it takes away from you know the family time. There, there better be a dollar sign to it. Yes, Uh it's like what? What are you doing this little hobby thing with you and your friends? And you know, like is is it? Where is it going to get us? Is that part of the plan? And yeah, like, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's what I do. <laughs> yep. I still get but. that talk from mom. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Ben and Josh and Ben's family and Josh's family and I, we all did this thing called PrepperCon, and yeah. we decided not to do it this year. <laughs> <laughs> the year where we need it most. <laughs> So the thing that people don't realize is that when you do a convention, when you're running a trade show, it is the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life. So time consuming. It's, it is the life suck of all time. It's the hardest thing ever to do. But I've, I've got, you know, my PrepperCon email address is still out there with a lot of these people. And I literally got an email from a guy two days ago that said, hey, uh, what do you think? Can you put this together in a couple of weeks? Because I'd really like to do something. What? <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, snap like yeah. no man we're, we're quarantined that's, we can't do anything <laughs> that's a that's a whole other show we could talk about I, yeah I, exactly i got called up by uh, dr phil's show a couple <laughs> weeks ago wanting me to talk about why people were buying toilet paper and and then you know i was interviewed by the new york times and it's like there's such an interest in it that we we could resurrect the show but you know uh, expo conventions are rated i think the number one stressful job in in the world oh man oh really uh, organizers i believe it uh, yeah. i believe that yeah yeah believe it 100%. after this last one it took me months it took me months to recover <laughs> right about the time i was starting to feel normal again was right about the time we would have had to start planning again i it's it's crazy <laughs> it's just crazy but don't jinx it chunga because like if, <laughs> if if we go again you have to do it oh, of course You're no absolutely it, like Absolutely. There's, there's plans. There's, there's the people are talking. And, and there's things in the works. And it could go to other cities. We're talking to people who want us to put it on back east. You know, so don't don't just uh, 
you know, write it off to. Well, I'm telling you, the very first person I'm going after is Joe Exotic. (laughs) 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 We're putting Joe Exotic. There's no tigers in our show. There's no tigers. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) But that doesn't mean there can't be. I mean, after all, we have the owl from Harry Potter. We signed the owl from Harry Potter. Oh, I totally forgot about that. So, all right, Ben. So, there's a reason we had you on the show, man. Uh, The past couple of weeks, we've had a lot of listeners reaching out to us saying, hey, are you watching that show on history about Skinwalker Ranch? Have you checked out that show on history about Skinwalker Ranch? What do you think about Skinwalker Ranch? We're all kind of laughing because we're like, well, that's Ben. Ben was the guy behind this whole thing. You were kind of the phantom menace behind this whole show, right? Wasn't that you that was... uh, You were kind of the fly in the ointment. I'll give you like the two-minute version. Okay. So, I can't take credit for it, but way back in the beginning of like last year, I got uh, a couple producers who I don't believe I'd talked to either of them before, but one guy's like, hey, I know your work, and... We're, we're tossing around ideas. We'd like you to maybe join with us um, looking for a hotspot paranormal location. And I said, okay. I, so I did a video conference with them and I tossed around some ideas. And I said, there's, there's probably a good half dozen locations in the U.S. that are like, you could call like a hotspot. I said, but the number one that would be the thing to get is Skinwalker Ranch. And I don't think either one of them had heard of it. They, they just like asked, what's that about? What? What's really? Wow. Really? Uh, that's actually and surprising to me that, that they hadn't heard it. I thought everybody's heard about it. Well, everyone within our nerdy niche group. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, <laughs> that's a good, point. That's yeah. a good point. You know, so anyway, so going back to, I, I talked to him and I said, you're not going to get a hold of these people though because the ranch was recently bought by an anonymous group and um, I said they don't want to be involved in anything. And I said, so sorry, that's kind of where it ends. And they yeah. said, well, do you have any connections? And I said, look, I'll reach out to George Knapp, who's the, uh, the yep. Vegas reporter right. who wrote the book, Hunt for Skinwalker Ranch. Yep. And I said, I know he knows them, but I'll see what he says. Mm-hmm. So George got back to me and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm finishing up my own documentary on it uh, with Jeremy Corbell. And he's like, I'm not interested in doing anything right now. And he says, and, and I know the owners don't want anything to do with it. So sorry, not, I can't help you. So fast forward towards the summer, um, a mutual friend of ours, Dan Farr, who started, right. you know, Salt Lake Comic Con. Right. He called me and he's like, hey, um, are you still interested in Skinwalker Ranch? I said, yeah. And he's like, I have someone you might want to talk to. And I said, really? It's, it's awesome like, yeah, that it's awesome that Dan still calls you. By the way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so then um, uh, the the documentary. If you haven't seen it, it was it was quite quite good. Jeremy Corbell thing comes out really kind of edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, within that, there's this guy who's in black silhouette, and they change his voice and. And he's talking about, you know, he, he's the owner of the ranch and everything. It's all mysterious. And people are like, it's very Tony Robbins. It's very it, Dateline you know, NBC. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen the documentary. I have too. Oh, you've seen it? You've seen it as well, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I saw the doc. Um, uh, summertime comes. I come up to Cal- or, uh, up to Utah. And um, I give Dan a call. I like, I'm in town. Like, does this guy want to meet? Yeah, so let's go have lunch. So I go downtown. We go up to the top of, I don't remember what building it was. It's right there on like South Temple. 
Okay. But Caldwell Bankers, right? Yeah. Um, owns like several floors of it. And you go up to, to near the, the top of it and you go in there, huge high rise. And I meet this guy, really nice guy. He's mm-hmm. super into like memorability of movies and everything. And um, I was so jealous. He had the uh, Fox Mulder's um, badge, not the badge that his credentials from the X Files. I was like, where did you get oh, that? Cool. Oh, that's and really awesome. That's what yeah, happens when, when all nerds get rich. From and- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so, long story short, um, and I said, you seem to know a lot about Skinwalker Ranch. Um, you're the guy, aren't you? And he's like, he kind of smiles. I said, you're the guy in the documentary who was like in black silhouette. And he's like, um, could you please keep it a secret? You know, don't tell anyone. And can I ask you, and, man? Um, can I ask you real quick? Did he know your former FBI? And you'd probably figure him out in like two seconds. <laughs> so I don't remember how much he knew about me, but um, um, at any rate, he spent like three hours um, just chatting to me about what's been seen. Kind of showed me a PowerPoint presentation of, of some stuff that's pretty crazy wow. about what's been going on there. And then I was able to see this um, single reel that it was that was kind of put together from the show they're pitching, mm-hmm. and and I said, um, "Hold on, who are the guys on this?" And he told me the producers' names, and I said, "Wow, wow, these are the guys I told to the, the Skinwalker Ranch was the <laughs> hot spot, right?" Well, that's a classic show business right there. Classic, yeah. classic Hollywood. No good deed goes unpunished there, Ben. Yeah, so there you go. So they <laughs> they were very diligent. I give them the credit. Uh, he said that they kept persistent, you know, like con calling him. And, so yeah, so and, can I ask you, are you in this? Are you actually in the history show? No. So, so I posted on my Facebook and people are like, congratulations. You know, I can't wait to see your new show. I said, no, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I have nothing to do with this. Um, I think Josh did that. I think it's all Josh's fault. You don't? You're not on it? (laughs) (laughs) I should probably call you more often. (laughs) Josh is like on the show. Oh, yeah, he's on it. You should see his face, Ben. (laughs) No, you should see the text he sent us Uh, when he's like, I can get Ben. He's on the show. I I would have liked to work with them more on the concept. Uh And um, but see, so we'll say his name now, Brandon Fugel. Yeah, so, he's the he's the owner um, of Skinwalker Ranch. His name's Brandon Fugel. He is the owner. Yeah, yep. it's not really kind of a group thing. It's it's basically his. Um, he's been involved in this, uh, you know, subject study research. He spent millions of dollars. I, I'm guessing it's millions um, on different parts of, of this research, and was really just kind of worried that his reputation. Um, uh, within Caldwell Bankers and investment groups and all this, they think he was a kook. His, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of that's kind of how it began. I can't take credit for it, but I planted the seed. So you were involved. And I'm glad that it came forward. Yeah. I, I kind of wish that I was, you know, part of it in that sense. But you know, there's other other things I'm doing at the moment. So yeah, you've got a lot of other TV shows in the works, and you've got different we, that we can't talk about stuff that that we can't reveal yet. <laughs> but you're a very busy guy. But the thing uh, I want to talk about Skinwalker for a little bit because I get a lot of questions. You know, you and I have done a lot of paranormal stuff together, and we've earned some a little bit of notoriety. 
doing the stuff that we've done. And I get a lot of questions about Skinwalker Ranch. And I always feel kind of bad, Ben, because I don't really know what to say to people. I've only been out there a couple of times, handful of times. I've never actually been on the property itself, but I've been by, you know, close to the property. And I've never actually had anything uh-huh. happen. I've never actually had anything substantive. You feel bad. Well, yeah, you because bad, like, you, get to, like, you have to make stuff up for people, like for it to live up to the hype. Well, I don't really know <laughs> how to tell them because they're 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 really really hyped when they come. They, oh, you've been out, you've been out. Yes, I've been out there. Yeah, absolutely, I've been out there. Oh, what did you think? What did, um, there's a lot of bushes and a whole lot of nothing else. <laughs> there's really nothing going on. There's there's nothing going on out there. I've never had anything. So, uh, you know, now that the guy's name is out there, I kind of feel like I can say, look, I'm highly skeptical that there's anything happening out there. Would you share that assessment? Would you Would you agree with that? So, for those who aren't aware of the history of it, so um, Robert Bigelow, who owns you know budget uh, uh, hotels, he was was the owner after the ranch family who moved out okay definitely afraid their animals being mutilated they were you know getting out of business because of the yeah. stuff going on there yeah so bigelow buys it sends out his uh, his science team nids um they're out there for years um he's paying them on their payroll to research this stuff now this mm-hmm. is an interesting side diversion but for those who've been following uh, the Pentagon's disclosure that they had a UFO um, investigative program. Yes, okay? yeah. That mm-hmm. came out just a couple years ago. $22 million, and supposedly the program ended in uh, was it 2012. Well, guess where the, it, it mainly went to was that $22 million, um, private contractor, Bigelow Aerospace. Yep. Okay. Because mm. that was huh. the time when the FAA was saying any UFO report, you send it to Bigelow Aerospace. If the, you're a pilot and you see something, and the pilot's like, "What the world does this guy have to do with anything?" Mm-hmm. Well, that 22 million, some of it was was researching UFOs, some of it was taking reports, but we now know that the majority of it probably went directly to the paranormal research done at Skinwalker Ranch. Wow. Right? Yeah. Okay. The government has taken a, a, a serious interest in what was going on there. Sure. Um, and, and that, I think, probably will come out sort of more within the show or stuff like that. But so the, some of that money, that uh, your tax-funded money, was going to pay for paranormal research. Okay? <laughs> Which? Which it, it's amazing. That's, okay. like, That's awesome. What are we wasting money for? Blah, blah, and you hardly hear anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a waste, but <laughs> right. so anyways, so $22 million and so, Bigelow um, eventually says the activity has died down there. And that's kind of the last word you hear from Bigelow is that it, it, it died down. When was, when was this and so, the, that he said this? How long ago? I want to say it was 2012. And so um, from what Brandon has told me, I think what you're going to see come out in the show, however, is that the activity has not died down. Oh, really? There's a good case that it is ramped up. Wow. And uh, we can get into that a little bit, too, about my friend who owns the property next door. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering, would you be willing to come back on the show? 
once it gets a little yeah, bit further yeah, down there. Sure. Let's have you back on the show. Let's do another episode. I think that's a great and, idea. Yeah, kind of. And, and we'll kind of. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get an update because I re- I remain skeptical, but that could be, in all honesty, because I just haven't done enough research. You know what I mean? Um, I, I the jaded well, the jaded kind of. Um, FBI, former FBI Ben Hansen kind of response, in my opinion, would be these guys were pocketing all this money and cooking up some sort of UFO uh, boogeyman story to shroud the fact that they were basically out going on vacation with all this extra cash. Do you think, do you think there could be any any truth to that at all? Yeah, well, so the people who've been out there know that there's, um, there's a substantial... Um, I don't even know if it's there now that if Brandon has taken it down, but Bigelow had put on the property, um, I think sort of like a, a hangar sort of a yeah. thing, some, some facility. I, I've, I've where seen, I remember I seeing the heard, hangar, but it was more like, you remember seeing it? Yeah, it was, it was off in the distance and, and it was with binoculars and so on and so forth. But I remember seeing a structure out there that resembled a hangar, but it also could have been a place to store tractors. Does that make sense? It, it, yeah, looks, it looks yeah. not unlike it's not unlike something that you would see on a large size farm if that makes sense so i can say this it's it's rumored from a good source but that um that what bigelow was actually doing because he's in aerospace was that he was continuing actually some of his government contracts um for space stuff and we're, i'm not talking about ufos but Mm-hmm. You know, more satellites or things like that that he was continuing. Well, that would make more uh, sense. Using that, that, that property because he already owned it. Yeah, yeah. well, that you would know? make a lot so more sense. That's where some of the money could have gone to, which which also spurred a lot of the rumors because people would see weird uh, stuff. government vehicles going in and out, and yeah, and you know, so they're like the government's covering everything up and they're in on it. So, no, I don't, I don't think anything there was. Um, uh, like aliens, they're just kind of you know using it as a front to squirrel away money. <laughs> okay, legitimate things were going on there, and they still are. Otherwise, Brandon never would have got involved to spend as much of his own money as he has, mm-hmm. um, and thought it was worth doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the other really thing, good point. quickly, is that people need to know it's not just the ranch. It's if you grew up in Utah, and if you've been out there, it's the whole Uinta Basin. It's yeah. just that there's. Um, you know, a, a couple hundred acres in that area that were like really well known for a lot of stuff happening, but it's really yeah. the whole basin that has activity. Yeah, that's true. No, that is true. It, it's not unique to that to that that location, that plot of land, I guess. But yeah, so exactly. so Ben, if you're willing, we'd love to have you back, and we'll talk a little bit about a little bit more about this if you're willing. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Sweet. Well, thanks, brother. We appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for being on. It's great to hope, hope the family's good since we. So that was know. it. That was it. No, no big secrets. I thought we. Well, are you guys do, like, what else do you talk about? Recipes and stuff the rest of the time? Or? <laughs> Maybe. We talk about golf. Yeah. yeah. Golf. So, uh, well, we, we don't want to give away the whole. We don't want to give away the whole ranch in one episode, right? We want to hang tight and have you Gosh, back. Okay. Does that make sense? That's okay. That's okay. I'll just go put my kid down to sleep now. I was thinking it'd be like an hour or so, but this is all good. No, it's... We'll, we'll just give the people a little piece, a piece of the pie. That's right. And now, now they'll want to come in later and yes, go, watch a TV show, guys, on History Channel, and then we'll talk Let's about know what it. You think, and uh, and we'll be back. Yes, that's the idea. See, you get it. So, 
Uh, ben, we love you, man. <laughs> Always a pleasure, dude. We'll, we'll talk to you in a little bit, okay? Love you, brother. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, guys. Okay, see you, bye. So he seemed disappointed. What did you tell him? <laughs> I know. <laughs> First of all, we thought he was on the show, from what you told us. You thought he was doing the entire podcast? Is that what he was saying? I I wasn't very specific. (laughs) Josh. Classic Josh right there. (laughs) Great. Now Ben's going to bill us for his time. So now he's like, we're going to get an invoice. First of all, he's going to think that he's on the entire show. Now he's mad at us because we cut him off early. And number two, he wasn't actually on the History Channel show. (laughs) I know. Josh. You're the worst producer of all time. But I'm still here. I, well, actually, I, you know, here's here's the truth. Um, ben is a goblin. He is part of the family. He's one of the originals. Oh yeah. oh yeah. He has a home here. He can be on the show. All he has to do is say I want on, and he's on. I don't care if he's reading the paper. Yeah, you know, he can right. be reading. He can be reading the ingredients a on, a soup, yeah. on a soup label. Yeah. And you, Ben is on the show. Do you remember? I, I think this was on the radio show. Mm-hmm. But he would get on the air and he'd just sit there and eat potato chips. Yes, throughout the whole show. Well, that was his. So Ben, for those of you who don't know, Ben would fill in as a co-host of mine on the radio show when one of the other hosts was sick. We'd we'd bring Ben in and he would do the radio show and he was phenomenal. He was great. In fact, Ben and I I think we had amazing chemistry. He oh and yeah. I together, there was actually talk about making him a full time co-host. Oh wow. Yeah, but with his TV schedule and stuff, it was kind of a, a, a hard thing to accomplish. Although I think, had the money been there, I think he probably would have done it, to be honest with you. Uh, I think so, too. Uh, ben, we had a know. lot of fun. No, we had a lot of fun, Ben and I, doing that show. Uh, but he would come in, and he was just, uh, you know, basically troll me. Uh, here's what I'm going to do on the show all day. I'm just going to sit and eat potato chips while you try and do the show all day. <laughs> Which, is, he does that all the time. I'm like, well, how is that? Why? Because it's going to be fun watching you just fall all over yourself trying to do a good show. And the listeners agreed. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, it, it, Ben's a, he's a hell of a guy, a lot of fun, and is welcome here anytime. So uh, that is classic Ben, though. Put the whole thing together, you know, set up the entire damn thing, and then wind up not being in it. <laughs> yes. That's that's, he's so got good. he's got like twenty five of those stories. Where oh, yeah, he's no, he does out of his because he's generous and he's a really nice guy. And then the next thing you know, he gets totally hosed. <laughs> I, I've seen uh, it happen to this show guy. business. Yeah, actually, it's happened to Ben and I together a couple of different yeah, times. That's true. So, yeah, but anyway, time to end the show. Uh, we have some goblins we need to thank before we call it yeah, a day. We do. Yeah, uh, we do. Right? Against our better judgment, Josh is doing it. So Again. he just screwed up the interview, and now we're going to give him the goblins. Yeah, no, I'm going to do good. I mean, if we're going to go, go this far, just he's got it. You <laughs> he's know, got it. I got it. You know, these guys are paying a minimum of fifty dollars a month. No, and they are getting my very best. A lot of them, <laughs> which I don't know what a lot is. more than fifty dollars a month. <sighs> Spencer's already checking his watch and and doing the pee pee dance. Yeah, like, right, Spencer's out. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Big thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Big thank you. $50 yes. a month to Taylor Casper, Greg's Guide to New Music podcast here on the Radio Ronin Network. Yes. We love you, Greg. Yes. We love you, Greg. Philip Johnson, Guy Stones, Colton Cook, Chandler, Prince of the Goblins. Prince of yeah, Goblins. Chandler, Prince of Goblins. Summer and Brian Thatcher, Mike and Angela Wilding, Allison Fairbanks. I will come to your wedding if you just pre-approve check with Josh about yes, what you please. can play Cindy Queen of Bash she has a new name yeah, she's she got does. A, well it's a new old name so it is. Cindy Garrett is the Queen of Bash music 
She always has been. Yeah. We also have best-selling author Joanna Reeder. We'll have some more coming from her giveaways. next week. Yeah, giveaways. giveaways next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Jill Reese PC and Nicoletti Spaghetti. Yeah. Natalie Taylor. Cam and Alexa Bingham. Yes. Jennifer Grant. The Easton Sisters, Liz and Steph. Parker Lewis. Nigel P. Wattlesworth, the third. Ooh. Wow, well Nailed done, it. sir. <laughs> Ken Kruger. Yep. Sean Big Boy Peterson. Mm-hmm. Brian Miller. Greg West. Now, here are the Super Goblins. Super Goblins. Hey. So yep. far, so good. 5150 Lane Hilton. Captain, Mer- Captain Lane Hilton. The right, American badass. badass. 5151 Matthew Cronkite. Mm-hmm. $55. Not Bishop Shannon, but First Counselor Shannon. Yeah, she's at fifty-five. Fifty-five. Nice. Now at seventy dollars, we have Ryan Westwood with RJ Concrete. Yeah, of course. I like your beard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seventy-five dollars, John F. Kennedy. Now, a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Our girl, our girl Stephanie Hogan. Yeah. You know, some of our our bigger goblins like like John Kennedy and Stephanie Hogan. I haven't heard from these guys forever. I know. Are you guys okay? Are you guys alright? Yeah, are, are you Call. guys all okay? Yeah, I hear from a know. lot of the others. Let us know. <laughs> I hear from a lot of them, but I haven't heard from Stephanie Hogan in a while. I haven't heard from John Kennedy in a while. Hope you guys don't have the Rona. Let us know you're okay. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Also at $100 a month. Yes. Just a girl, Jean. Woo. Yeah, Jean Marie Hutchinson. Yep. Now, $130 a month, we have Ian the Token Gay. Yeah, love Ian. you, Ian. Ian Newland. We and love you, man. Of is he course, the Token we- Gay or the First Gay? Well, at the time, he was the only one, according right. according to Ian, but I don't know that that's the case anymore. <laughs> at $140 a month, the evil twin, Angela yeah. Hammond. Angela Hammond. And, of course, Castle, Castle the Holy Goblin. Yep. So, I guess go. Ian and Angela have been working hard on putting a new podcast together. I'm excited to see what this is. I think I, we're going to get the proofs this I week. I don't know yeah. what it is, and I'm kind of, I don't want to know until I listen. Yeah, I, they, they're, I the they're keeping it pretty close to the fold. But I'm excited to check it out. Yeah. So we love you all. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. And I did not mess up. No, you did good. Josh, well done, sir. Well done. Hey, thanks for sticking it out with us. Um, Thanks for, I know that a lot of people are going through an awful lot. And we really, really appreciate all of you uh, for A, listening, and B, you Patreon people for supporting us. Yeah. Much love. Much thanks. Be sure to check out the Bash Music Birthday Party happening Saturday, 4 p.m. Mountain Time. If you have someone celebrating a birthday, please let us know that somebody celebrating a birthday in the month of April we will give them a shout out. We'll somehow find a way to make all of this work. Hopefully there's hundreds of them. Oh yeah, and it'll be Chung and I DJing as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a, it is, yeah, Chandler just and you I. Two. Yep, just you two. Just two us two. Cool. We'll be, uh, unless there are so many names that we have to figure out a way to bring Joey back in. We're giving him the week off because he's done a bunch uh, for us so far and we want to let he's him rest. He's slammed, yeah. He's slammed. <laughs> uh, but if, if, uh, if you have any questions about this or how it works, be sure to send us a direct message, any of us. And we'll get you sorted out. We Bash got you. Music, yeah, Bash Music happening Saturday, 4 o'clock. Um, be sure not to miss it. Miss it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We sure did. We'll see you uh, next week. Peace. That was a girthy show. There's some, there some girth. Said. Yeah.